This is the Final Whistle podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team. Valentine's Day, Neil. Neil, I can't hear you now. That's ironic, seeing as we can hear ourselves and our mics are switched off. You can't hear me? Oh, I can hear you. Yeah, that's better. Hello, that's you. Yeah, yeah. Happy Valentine's Day. And to you, Mark, I couldn't think of anybody better to be spending Valentine's with, eh? That is one of the least sincere things anyone's <laughs> ever said to me. Thank you very much. Where's St Valentine's skull, Neil? I don't know, you were telling somebody earlier and I wasn't listening, to be honest. Oh, my gosh. Someone not listening to me. I feel, I feel shame. Yeah, St. Valentine's Skull is in Santa Maria de Calzamina in Rome. Ah. The church at the Bocca della Verita in the front that Cary Grant sticks his hand in in Roman Holiday. OK. If you, if you haven't seen Roman Holiday, that, that sounds like a really disturbing way it to does. start a broadcast. <laughs> but that's what the pre-show is for, isn't it, Neil? certainly is, it's, Mark. It's, it's, it's Add a bit of spice to it, eh? It's confusion and uh, unnecessary comments. I mean, ain't that the truth? Very, very much so, yeah. So, basically, St Valentine's skull is in this church in a gold casket, garlanded by flowers, and it's a beautiful tribute to the saint of love, except that for some reason they've decided to make it clear who it is. They've got one of those uh, label printers and stamped out St Valentine's and stuck it on his head. <laughs> it's worth Googling. I've seen it in the flash. You've been there well, yourself? Well, no flash, but yeah, yeah. Um, so I've seen it. Uh, but yeah, it's, he's got, he's got St Valentine slapped on his head. Just to point out exactly who he is, basically. Precisely. Yeah. Or, or you wouldn't have known who he was, or...? I mean, a sign would have been nice, wouldn't it? I yeah, think instead, yeah, yeah. but hey. It should be commentary in a football match. We should, we should. Let's pretend this never happened. No, okay. no. Welcome to Wrexham, player, and hello, welcome to the racecourse. It's Mark Griffiths and Neil Williams here to bring you full live commentary of Wrexham against Woking, second against third, an absolutely massive matchup, because every match is massive for Wrexham now. We're in a Liverpool-Man City, who blinks first situation with Notts County, of course. We hold that advantage with the two games in hand. But wouldn't it be nice to just keep going relentlessly and start to open it up into a lead? Wrexham have made some interesting changes today. So, the February rotation begins. Lineup is as follows. Mark Howard in goal. 
across the back, Owen O'Connell, Ben Tozer, and making his first appearance this season in the league, Harry Lennon. In midfield, Luke Young, Elliot Lee, and making his first start in the league for us, Andy Cannon. The wing-backs, Anthony Ford on the right, Jacob Mendy on the left, so let's hope that he's actually fully fit. And up front, it's Paul Mullen and Ollie Palmer. On the bench, Rob Lington, Max Cleweth, Liam McElindon, James Jones and Sam Dolby. I mean, a few eyebrows, I suppose, were raised at this team, Neil, but then we saw that Sheffield at Wrexham's backup players, so to speak, are perfectly capable of performing, and we do need to rotate. You know, we're we in the, the middle of a series of We've got Saturday, tough, Tuesday weeks. Tough month, haven't we, this month? And yeah. Yeah, I was surprised to see all the changes, but, you know, Parkinson done what he has to do. We've got another tough away game on a long away trip to Aldershot on Saturday, so he's got to rest some of these players sometimes, I mean, just give me a bit of breathing space. Um, I thought James Jones might have started, but yeah. depending on his, you know, his setup, his lineup, how he's, you know, how we're going to play, um, and see Max Cloweth on the bench as well, which was surprising as well. Mendy, yeah, he played well on Saturday. Um, interesting to see how Callan gets on and Lennon coming into this team. You know, it's, it's a must-win game yet again. I mean, every game is a must-win because County aren't dropping any points either. So, uh, you know. We've got to pull a result out tonight again, like we did on Saturday. Yeah, it was remarkably inconsiderate of Lost County to win at Chesterfield, although it's got to be said that crazy red card that King picked up uh, really changed the game because at that point it was level and Chesterfield looked in control of the match. It has to be said that Chesterfield, ha uh, sorry, Lost County have won a lot of games where they've squeaked through recently. They have, yeah. But then, well, we know the old cliché. Does that mean we they've got fighting spirits, like that's what champions do, or does it mean they're teetering on the edge and about to drop points? The only game I could say that we were like that was at Altingham away, you know, we just squeaked through that, you know, we was a poor performance by the team, but we, we won, which is, you know, a championship winning team, but you'd think, but of the race course here, we've been confident in every game we played, I would have thought. In the latter part of the season, you know, we've been very confident and win games yeah. relatively comfortably. We've um, been terrific. But all, we seem to be playing half decent first half and come out as a totally different team second half and play far better football. I mean, it'd be nice tonight to dominate from the off. But I think you uh, you were quite right. You schooled me on Saturday, I thought, because you pointed out in the first 40 minutes when we did not play well that we grind teams down yeah, we and do. we have to be patient and I think that is what it is you know, yeah. a lot of people saying why are we doing this why are we being better after the break I think part of it is because sometimes the first half can be a process of erosion if you will yeah yeah. Um, and I, I guess the same I mean we're, we're so capable of actually absorbing that pressure in defence you know we've got such good defensive back five if need be and the midfielders come back that we're, we're able to absorb that pressure let them run the legs off and then they seem to tire come half time you can see them you know we scored you know late in the first half but um, you can see them tiring on the pitch the opposition and awoke in part time or they uh, no they're not they're not no and they I think will be an interesting task a test in this sense because quite frankly this is why I, I well I thought that Lennon would start today, if I'm honest, because Woking are a very physical side. Yeah. Woking are, shall we say, long ball? Maybe that's probably the right way to put it. Um, but they certainly, they play for restarts, they will break the game up 
they will look to benefit from set pieces and they will make life difficult. And they've also altered their team a little bit. Um, this time last week, they pulled off a brilliant win at Chesterfield. Last Saturday, they then played very poorly in the first half. Yeah. Early in the second half, a 2-0 down at home to Bournemouth, but made back. changes and pulled it back to 2 all. Um, they have made some changes. So Gary Ross is in goal. The back four has an interesting change. Joe McNerney comes in, because Cuthbert was the regular at the back for them. A big unit, Cuthbert, but he's gone. McNerney comes in alongside Luke Wilkinson, very experienced centre-back. He's played for Yeovil. Their full-backs, Dan Moss and Josh Casey, their captain. In midfield, they, they play us... It's a 4-4-2, but it's not a regular 4-4-2, I would say. They're, usually, they'll have one of the wide midfielders quite tucked in and the other wide midfielder much more progressive, a bit like the Brian Flynn formation, you know, where they'd have Connolly on one wing and then Russell tucked in on the other. So they've changed the traversal round a little bit. The centre midfielders are Jim Kellerman and Rowan Ince, that's the same as on Saturday, but Kyron Lofthouse, that's the guy who got sent off earlier in the season for a foul on Luke Young when we beat them 3-2 at Kingfield, he'll be the guy who tucks in on the right, James Daly will be the player who'll get up to support the strikers, although normally he plays on the left. I suspect he's on the right this time, looking at it. And then Patrick Ammons, who's their top scorer, and Reese Brown, who is actually the fourth top scorer he in is, the division. Yeah, yeah. He's started well for Wealdstone, signed on loan to Woking, yeah, and he scored 9 in 11. Correct, yeah. So he's a one to watch out for up front as well. The Suggs for them, interesting sub-keeper. Didn't have a sub-keeper on the bench last Saturday, but they do now. Will Jaskalainen, the son of our ex-coach, uh, goalkeeping coach, you see Jaskalainen. And as well, they've got Solomon Duabanike, who scored an own goal for us last season. Jake Hessenthaler, the son of Hessenthaler, the Dover manager, who's on loan from Crawley. Charlie O'Connell and Marcus Dacker, who is one of those centre-forwards who looks like two players welded together. <laughs> he is enormous. So, Woking are going to get things going, kicking towards the Wrexham fans. Wrexham are going to be kicking towards that big gap in the, in the middle of your teeth that used to be the cop. Wrexham in red shirts, white shorts. And Woking starts, pushing the ball back immediately to Wilkinson, who launches a diagonal, flicked on, and Wrexham head out for the first throw-in, and frankly, that's going to be the pattern. They're going to be putting balls into positions where they can win set plays. It's taken quickly by Casey, a wild attempt at a cross is put in, and Wrexham launch it long. Palmer's isolated up front, but wins his header brilliantly and finds Mullen. Mullen now surrounded by a... Oh, referee! Oh, checks. That was... Uh, that was... Not, <sighs> cynical, to say the least. Very cynical. A classic example of uh, putting a bit of a reducer in early on before the ref's liable to book you, perhaps? Well, uh, that deserves a booking, I'm sorry. I mean, he's badly injured, he's mulling. That's mulling. on. Yeah. That's a concern. Stephen Copeland is the ref, pretty experienced at this level. You need a strong ref against a team like Woking. I was going to say that anyway. Yep. I want to say that twice now, <laughs> twice over. But uh, he was really taken out there. Not even booked him. Yep, no yellow. Just uh, looking on the monitor for a replay of us. As Palmer did well to win the initial header and knock it back for Mullen. Mullen took it on the chest and went driving forwards 
Oh, body check. That's, that's not good. That's a body well, check. Well, it's a bit more than I him in the groin. Yeah. He, he went, he led with his left knee. That is not a good challenge. He, you say that should be a yellow. Yeah. I'm going along with you there. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Dear me. So, McNooney got away with it. Mullen saying is not up, yes. But that was a really unpleasant challenge, that. He really led of his knee, smashed into it. His knee and his shoulder. Just having another replay from a different angle. Say Palmer wins it well. Mullen takes it on the chest, and as it drops, McNerney comes in. Oh, and he really cuts him in half. Yeah. Yeah, he knew exactly what he was doing. He did, he did, he was <laughs> cynical. I mean, I mean, as if he couldn't tell the way that he then jogs back like nothing happened. <laughs> Innocent as anything. Well, he's up and being booed by the 150-odd walking fans. We'll have to leave the pitch. We all know that after Saturday, don't we? <laughs> Max Kretschbar pulling off the, the Einstein Awards, not Einstein, Darwin Awards for best red card ever. To be fair, if you look at no, the referee... Don't, no, he no, does, he do not be fair. No. no, there is no fairness in football. <laughs> As we think it over the top, very high line, has Cannon stayed on side, but he can't get there anyway, and it's cleared. Mullen resists temptations, run on and get a yellow card. As Young lifts over the top and it's hooked out for a throw in Sosa territory. Mullen will be able to come back on now. The referee, if you look at it, is, was holding his hand up saying, Don't come on. I know he and was. the fourth official had his arm across Crenshaw yeah, yeah, okay. to say, Don't come on. And then he ran. The, the, the fourth official was like grasping his hair as he went past it. It's just so moronic. Toes goes short. And now here's Elliot Lee standing the ball towards the penalty spot. Palmer beaten to it well in the air by Wilkinson. But it'll spin back out to Tozer on the right. And he feeds Lee straight away. Neat little ball to the corner of the box. Cannon to Tozer to Lee. Lovely little triangle. Lee on the goal line. Pulls it back cutely. Cannon. This first just takes him wide. Tozer. Those three are enjoying themselves there. Eh? Just keeping the balls to themselves. Tozer goes back into midfield. Gentle groan from the fans, but... We need to pull walking out here, I think. They're taking quite a high line again. And again, Wrexham look to get in behind. Four, that's too strong. McNooney will run that behind for the goal kick, but you can also already see elements of their gameplay. High yeah. line, trying to squeeze us when we got the ball, so we haven't got time. And then looking to win set pieces in our half that they can put into decent positions. We've set up with two short men for the goal kick. Well, I say two short men, the centre-backs, not that short. <laughs> But, uh, you know, they're going to be ignoring them <laughs> and going long. Ross, the keeper. Steps up. It's cold night here at the race course. But freezing fog this morning, and it's a bit foggy still. The ball is helped on partially by Daly, but Wrexham get it back. Mullen miscontrols. Young pokes over the top. And uh, if he'd got a bit more... I think Palm was uh, in an offside position, yeah. so he couldn't go for it. Yeah, it was, uh, well, he would, it was sliced wide. If he, yeah, yeah. if he got his metre with his foot through the middle of the ball, that might mean some of a farmer to test the linesman on. Long throw down the line by Casey is touched on by Ammons, but intercepted by Lee, is drilled ball behind the defence. That's a great ball down the line. Well, it's a, it's a, it's a typical long ball team ball, isn't it? Just sticking it towards the corner flag, walking get out of trouble easily. Ooh, a little slip for Lennon, but he does well to improvise a stooping header to Mendy. Rex have been pressed hard. Lennon rides a tackle. Here's Lee now, tripped in the halfway line. And then a bit of a lunge on Mendy after the whistle had gone. Young is pointing out the culprit. They're so interested in the first one on Lee. They're pointing out Dan Moss, the right-back, who neither of whom gets spoken to. Rex take it quickly. 
And we'll have to go backwards and Lennon's caught in possession. Rexham in trouble here. The dangerous Brown bursts round the outside of Toza. Goes down in the box. That's never a penalty, though. It's put out for a corner. Throwing, I think, Mark. Is it? it hit the flag, didn't it? So maybe you're right. Yeah, maybe it's... But uh, Brown didn't persist in asking for the penalty. Toza stood strong and Brown rather ran into him. But we were an error for Lennon. Like I said, he's had very little football this year. Did exceptionally well at Sheffield United, didn't he? Whether he's going to have a 90 minutes in them is a different question. But a set piece then for Woking to use. There is a corner, sorry. Wrexham have pulled everyone back except Mullen, who's only 30 yards out in his little half and half place. Josh Casey has taken it. Oh, beg your pardon, it's uh, James Daly. Sweeps it into the near post, headed across the face of goal and in! And Woking take the lead in the seventh minute. They're a difficult team. And there you go. They've proven it. They've roughed Wrexham up a bit, but the first time they've come forwards, they take the lead. Classic near post corner, flicked on, yeah, headed in the far. Then nobody picked him up on the back post, so they had a free header. Yeah. Keeper didn't have a chance. A bit like the goal against Sheffield United here. Corner swept to the near post, touched on nicely, easy, unmarked, free header at the far post. And Hammond has got another goal to add to his collection. Pretty ostentatious celebration with all the Woking fans running to their supporters, which the Wrexham fans didn't like much. And in fact, just showing the pictures of their celebrations, they appear to have stormed the disabled section which doesn't appear to have any fans in it, to get at the Wrexham fans, which wasn't very pretty. So, bit of edge about this. And Woking take the lead, Wrexham coming forwards, Palmer beaten in the air, though, it's hooked away by Ince, who flicked it on, lead flicks it over the top, but Mullen can't get to it, and it'll drop on the halfway line, Young is there, on the right, left-hand side, goes back to his keeper. Wrexham know they're in the game here. Big kick by Howard. Headed by Wilkinson, and it drops kindly for Casey to volley it forwards. Lennon heads it on. This big size in the Woking midfield flag goes up as Brown came back from an offside position. But you know, Ince, particularly, the man who flicked on that corner in the holding in midfield, is a big unit, and he's yes. winning a lot when the ball's in the air. They've got some big players, haven't they? Mm. I'm trying to think the last time we actually went behind your 1 1 0 here at Wrexham, was it actually Eastley at the beginning of the season? It's happened a couple of times. Halifax yes. took lead here. Remember, Disarova got that dicey penalty. Oh, yeah, yeah. Came back and won. Howard knocks it long and Mendy beaten in the air. The ball will be picked up by Lofthouse. Lee is tight on him. Lofthouse turns and launches it into Wrexham's half. Throw into Wrexham, left hand side, around the halfway line. Lennon wanders up to take. It's Mendy offering shorts. Palmer further down the line, throws for Palmer. Beyond him, Mullen can't quite get to it either. Good strength by Wilkinson to hold him off and go back to his keeper. Palmer's going to charge Ross down, but Ross still puts it into Wrexham's half. Mindy, good climb, good header. Good work by Kellerman, good awareness to pull it backwards and it's lifted down the flank again. Lennon wins the header. It was his error, though, remember, that gave away the corner in the first place. Ball's fed forwards once more. Good pressure by Lennon, throw into Wrexham. Well... When you play teams who are quite direct, you have to impose your own style on them. And you do. Yeah. We need to do that. We need to get the ball down like we did in the opening couple of minutes. And 
start moving it about and pulling them out of position, don't we? Yeah, unfortunately, it was an error by, as you say, by Lennon, who, who led to their corner and their goal, which, you know, normally we're very solid at the back, and that's what we, makes me wonder why we, you know, we've switched and, and left Clareth out and down the line and Mullen does really well a foul not given to him and he might have been pulled by Wilkinson Palmer's unlucky he nearly got clear and then Woking worked their way out of trouble nicely Ince prods it onto the dangerous Daly bursting through the middle oh he goes down rather theatrically that's not interested now Daly was getting booed before that corner because he was the guy who really spent the game when we met last season and earlier this season winding people up he scored at Woking last season and the Wrexham fans haven't forgotten it long ball by Howard Palmer helps it wide, Ford on the right, nice footwork, but he's coming square, he needs support, finds Lennon, pings a poor oh. pass towards Lee, although it's a very hard tackle on Lee, but a fair one, and the ball drops in midfield, and here comes Lofthouse, he's driven beyond Lennon again, got to the edge of the air, he hits it, good block by Lennon, he's stuck with him, corner, and Wrexham, well, it's not the first time we've gone behind, but I think it's the first time we've gone behind, and then our opponents have kept coming at us like this. Yeah, because normally you think they'd sit back when you defend their, their 1 0 lead, but. Uh... This is a test, a real test. Corner on the other side this time. And again, the Wrexham fans aren't happy. That's how slowly walking uh, setting themselves up. 11th minute, Wrexham trailing 1 0 to Woking. Now they're complaining the ball's not in the quadrant. I never fully understand why fans get so angry about that. There's so much more to get angry about. It's pulled to the edge of the area, much he meant that, and not Lee gets there, and Clee is, Mullen is beaten to it by Kellerman, who keeps the ball moving. Cross comes in towards Edsick Jarbox, dangerous one, Toza, good header away, but it's driven back into the goal mouth, and just about cleared. Palmer did well as it's stuck beneath his feet. He's hacked into the halfway line, the back pass is on, Mullen will chase, no chance of getting anywhere near that, though, and Ross drives it over the top. Mendy heads it down, he's a little lucky at Tozer's there, knocks it forwards early, flicks on by a defender, I thought Mullen maybe could have chased that because it is defender, but he doesn't. Then the ball goes back to the keeper. We reverted to playing long ball, which I don't think we... <coughs> it's not our best our yeah. best game, we should be you know, playing on the ground, we've got the, the, te the, the technicians on the pitch yeah. to do that. Absolutely right, so the ball's won well by McNerney, that's a great switch by Luke Young, Ford on the right, Cannon sprinting ahead of him, now drops off to give him an option of a cutback, there's three men in the box to aim for, Ford comes onto his left foot, pulls it back into midfield now, it's given back to him, and then threaded nicely to the edge here, Mullins unlucky, flicks it on, McNerney blocks it, the fans shout for handball, but the players don't. And Woking worked the ball out very nicely from the back with some first-time passing. The ball switched to the right-hand side and lifted over the top, but the header by Ammond is not controlled. Having said that, Ince has got it down and got fouled by Lee. Free kick on the middle of the pitch. Proper test, this. Proper, proper test. test yeah. Last time we went behind at home was two games ago, Sheffield United. And then the last time before that was actually Bromley, the game before that. So Was it? Wow. So we've gone behind twice in the last three. Oh, quick free kick over the top, trying to catch Wrexham out, doesn't work. Hammond tried to run in behind, Howard got there. Yeah, I thought Howard was a bit slow there, coming off his side. He was all right. Hesitated. Works it across to Ford. Ford now right-hand side. Remember, you can get in touch using hashtag ASKWXM, but this has been such a mad start. Don't have a chance to look at it yet. It's Lennon. Squaring it, toes are drills a diagonal. We've got a man over here, but he's managed unluckily to pick out Casey, who heads it clear. And now Daly 
Bounce trying to break forwards. Cannon holding him up well on the halfway line. Daily Sobalt cuts in. Cannon tackles. And Woken give it away when it drops loose. Young, excellent work. Beglan Lee spins past his man, feeds a through ball. Mullins racing after that, and he's got there, but he's been forced wide. Brilliant pace by Mullins. Mendy, chance to cross. Cuts inside, gives it back to Mullins on the flank. Early ball to Lee, makes in the box, left channel. Nice footwork, dragging studs over the ball, hooks it in, and McDonnell heads it away at the far post. Lee gets up and creates a loose ball, which will be rolling out for a throw. And the Wrexham fans, for the first time, start to get the bit between their teeth. It'll be Toza, and you suspect he'll try the long one this time. Yeah, he's got a bit. There's some big defenders in there, isn't there, Mark? It didn't work yeah. on Saturday, did it? But no. Well, we have Lennon now, so a bit more height in there. Does of course O'Connell, and Toza's going to deliver. Loads of buffeting on the Edsex job. That's a huge throw, and it's headed on by Palmer on target, but an easy take by Ross, looping in the air. Ross goes down somewhat dramatically. As Cannon runs, I'm going to say runs near him. I'm not sure he actually touched him. We also conceded first in the trophy against Gunthorpe, so three of our last five games My we've conceded first. <laughs> in fact, now four out of six. Long kick by Ross, flicked on well as two, and now it's been picked up on the right hand side. Ammons with the return pass, looking for Lofthouse. He's overhead that goal kick to Rexham. But we, we've had that little stirring there getting the ball in the box and having the long throw as well but Wrexham definitely needs to start to impose themselves get the ball on the floor try to avoid these stoppages of play it's very stop start that's what Walking wants long clearance Palmer jumps wins that header well he's kicked off the ball's gone by Wilkinson Ince again is there to hoover up under pressure he plays a poor pass but Casey will get there easily and he will drive it second hole Easy take oh, for O'Connell, that's nice. Sets himself, plays a through ball, but Palmer gone too soon. Mind you, Ford will chase it and force the back pass from Casey. Hit long and out of play, is it? Mm, kept it, but intercepted by Young. Ball bobbles loose and Brown is the most alert on the halfway line. Pops it backwards. Wrexham fans are very edgy here, they're not enjoying this. Walking a not doing what they're supposed to do. They're not rolling over like so many other teams do. Young does really well to win that on the edge of the Wrexham areas. It was fed in. And now Mendy drives it long, but it's Wilkinson again getting rid of it. Headed forwards, Palmer helps it on. Mullen takes it on the thigh. Awkward touch, but he's managed to spin away from McNerney. Good vision to square it, but Cannon just beaten to it. Mullen taken again. after the ball had gone. Again, again by McNerney. Ref's given the free kick. It doesn't seem to be taking any more action. They are the sort of physical side where you want a ref to be taking action, don't yeah. you? Really? Yeah. It's, uh, he's determinedly choosing not to. So free kicks for Axum, too far out for a shot. Young will take it. A high Walking. line, isn't it? Well, they, last time they kept a terrifically high line. And this is again. So the free kick's about, what, 35 yards out? Their line is about 25 yards out. Tempting Wrexham to try and dink something in behind them. Lee has taken a lovely position on the left, and uh, yeah, Darren Saal, the walking manager, has pointed around. So Young feeds it in behind, trying to be cute, looking for Palmer on the floor, but doesn't get it right, really, it's easily cleared. Picks it by Ford on the halfway line, Young receives in the centre circle, Lee screaming for it, and he gets it from Young. Left-hand side now, taking on his man, cuts inside, beats one, but he's tackled again. 
this time by Moss, and now is a breakaway here, three-on-three three breakaway. Moss and Marks in the middle as Brown carries the edge here. He works it wide to Ammond. It's not the best pass. Ammond has managed to put a cross in, but straight to Howard. Well, if he got that pass right, Wrexham really opened up. As Howard's attempt to release early is blocked off. He's rolled it out to the flank instead. But this is hard work. Palmer is available for the diagonal, but instead it goes back to O'Connell. O'Connell's clearance is blocked, and again Woken Harris. It's the Rex fans have centered this quiet, so little things are going wrong, and the fans are not used to that. Yeah, nothing's going right mm -hmm. at all. Casey's long ball forwards isn't a good one, oh, but O'Connell, header is poor, he does well to win it back though, and then he's fouled. Right, the fans enjoyed that. Yeah, fair Speaking play to him, yeah. for his error. Yeah, fair play to him. So, free kick. In their own half, two wrecks and one nil down after 19 minutes. Some desperately need to try and hurl, pull themselves back into this as Howard lifts over the top. Now Palmer's trying to run behind, difficult take, can't quite get there. Most as well to beat him to it and hook it out. Throw level the edge of the area. You know what that means? Tozer is jogging up. And Wrexham are sending players into the box. Brown has stayed up for Woking. Woking uh, do have a habit of giving Wrexham a bloody nose here. It must be said. As Tozer steps up, slings it under the bar, headed away by McNerney. Lee stretches and nods it wide to Tozer. He keeps it in. Oh, he's played it in behind Lee, though. And Brown can try to break. He's had to go backwards because Tozer recovered well. And it's just smashed all the way up to... Uh, Howard and Wrexham will come again. Howard brings the ball out of his penalty area, hits it right footed through the middle. It's poor. Put straight back where it came from by Wilkinson. Eric Lowe back on the ask Wrexham, saying we need to get more physical, walking a man handling us. Yeah, they look very strong, very physical as it's knocked over the top. Palmer gets up again. It goes over his head. Back header is a good one back to the keeper. Jarvis saying exactly what's in my mind. How many times does McNerney get to foul Mullen before he gets a yellow? Yeah, I think that's a very legitimate question. Yeah, he should have had a yellow already, Mark. The first one was yeah. a, a clear yellow for me, anyway. Yeah. Ross hits a distance, flicked on again by Daly, that goes through to Howard. But this bitty, broken-up style of, of play so. is exactly suiting walking. It's what they want, lots of restarts. Bus tails any says seeing as the prize is so huge for promotion, should they have VAR in the National League as Palmer jumps and creates a loose ball, but it's smashed clear. And O'Connell has been turned here by that long clearance. Good strength by him to hassle Hammond. He can't quite nick it off him though. And Woking will have a chance to put it in the box. Big interception by O'Connell. Or oh, they could have been trouble in the box. Well, and dummies beautifully Palmer. Smith is bad, he's breaking forwards now. He's got no real support, Lee getting it now, and he's overrun it, he's no, unlucky. It, he got in behind the defence. If that was Mullen, he might have got yeah. through, but didn't Palmer... Have the, didn't have the pace on him, did he? Yeah, he's not slow, he's no slouch no, Palmer, but no. he's not... He's, he's not, not a guy to race away from the halfway line, is he, unfortunately? No. So, here's Toza now, playing it down the line, that's good. Ford turns on the halfway line, thinks over the... That's a good ball. Cannon now on the chase, as Palmer in the middle. Got players arriving late, pulls it back, looking for Lee, he's unlucky. Oh. Excellent tackle, that by Moss. It was great vision by Cannon, yeah, but he just underdid the pass. Yeah. And Moss coming across and right back, slid in brilliantly to tackle Lee on the edge of the area. But Lee wins it back and finds Mendy. Wrexham starting to get the bit between their teeth. Young in the centre circle now. It's Lennon. 
working it wide to Mendy. And Wrexham being patient, and that's what we need to do, and I'm, I'm glad to see it. Back pass to Howard, he knocks it long and again gives it away. Yeah. Howard, well, of course... Both our strikers were offside then when he kicked that ball, so they couldn't go for it. I mean, Howard has got good distribution. He's, yeah. he's, set up, he's been involved in quite a lot of goals with his accurate kicking. But not a, you know, not a Route 1 style of play, oh. as Mendy has climbed on blatantly, free kick. You know, it's not a Route 1 style of play from him. It's just that he's good at spotting opportunities, but he's, he's given the ball away rather Too cheaply. sloppily. Yeah. You know, and he's at, you know they're not being clear, hurried clearances. If he wants to, he can just set himself and give Palmer some with the yeah. pipe one. As Wrexham take the free kick short, O'Connell being pressed, dinks it forward, takes deflection, a kind one for Wrexham. Lovely take on the turn by Cannon, and a good ball out wide to Ford. Ford's got three men attacking the box as he takes on his man. Taking on Casey, gets in the box, little step over, and drives on the cross, which is blocked, and goes for a throw to Wrexham by the corner flag, and Toes is already on his way. We've got technical players like Cannon and Ford. We need to get that ball down. We do, definitely not. And play those and play dangerous football. deliveries. Yeah. yeah. And that's the sort of thing we wanted. Well, Wheelstone on Saturday were very crisp with their passing and, and Woking tonight. Their passing has been excellent. Yeah. They, they, they're just a combination, aren't they? The long ball, but they can play when they want to. Yeah. Toza will have to wait a moment because the referee is intervening with some barging in the goal mouth. There was a lot of pushing and shoving in the last long throw, and there's a hell of a lot of players squeezed into that six-yard box. So Toza gets to go ahead, leans back against the advertising hoarding, slings it to the near post, keeper can't come, powerful header by McNerney, headed back into the box by Lee, but it'll come to be cleared. Ooh, defender misses it, and then Kellerman loses balance and slices it for another Toza throw on the other side. Lo Young is sprinting, he's going to have a look if the defence have fallen asleep. He throws it short to Mullen, who oh. gets the return pass all wrong. Throw into Woking. There we go. Yeah, Young as he's trotting back into his half, accidentally knocked into Moss, who's decided. Uh, uh, light, <laughs> beg your pardon. It's Lofthouse. He goes down and stays down. The referee, I I'm astonished to see, has brought the physio on because yeah. it was that it really looked like nothing. Remember Lofthouse, who two footed Young and got sent off when the sides played? That was a rather less violent contact, to be frank. But it'll slow things down for a bit. Both sides are coming in to consult with their managers. Wrexham, you suspect, might need those words of encouragement a little bit more, just to remind them... Definitely so. ...stick to your process. Game plan. Mullen is doing his own useful conversation, just putting the point into the referee's ear that McNerney is kicking him every time he goes near him. On Ask Wrexham, oh, that VAR question from Bus Tales. I mean, I've got to say, it's not possible no. because the stadiums don't have the facilities, but also I, I wouldn't particularly want it myself. The way I see it, when I watch games of VAR, I feel like it just gives an extra layer of, of injustice when something goes wrong, you know? They even looked at it on the camera and they didn't give it, or they didn't even look at that on the camera. I, 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 I'm afraid... You know, and in many ways I'm a moderniser, but in terms of VR, I'm not convinced it's really it's worked. It's not consistent, it? is it? No. It's not what we were sold, is it? No. If you were to say to me, are more decisions correct now? I'd say, yeah, they probably are. But it was sold to us like some sort of panacea that would solve all ills. It ain't us. From the restart, O'Connell has to be quick to get the back pass in. Daily fair play to him. He's sprinted after that ball from the halfway line into the box. 
Howard knocks it long, and McNerney beats Mullen in the air legally. Lee goes to ground well, finds Cannon quick while out of Ford. He knows that Ford's a player he can use. Ford now with two men on him this time as they Kellerman doubles up, and Ford is dispossessed and fouls his man, pulling his shirt after he lost the ball. Beer, bear, beer. Says I'm not a fan of scary movies. Can someone tell me when I can look through my fingers? <laughs> I, I remove one finger, I think. Not, <laughs> not in a scary movie sense. Don't remove a finger. Oh my gosh, what have I suggested? Don't try that at home, kids. Jeff Lang says corners continue to be our weak points. We certainly didn't pick that up well, but I mean, we've got to remember we're lacking Hayden and Tunnicliffe. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, th those are massive losses, aren't they? They are. They are. Unfortunately, we suffered for it last season and. I was hoping this season would be a little bit different. Long ball but, forwards. Yeah, I'm like, confident that we'll come back from it. Yeah. Throwing, it's gone out of play. Um, I was struggling to get a reception earlier, and Spitball Idea, who now of course is, has changed his moniker, is saying that Barnett has scored. But he'd obviously rather we got the business done here. So yeah, we definitely need to get the business done here, yeah. Mark. We yeah. can't concentrate on North County. We've got to just concentrate on our own game. It's in our hands, isn't it? Yeah. You've got to do Great it. ball over the top. Oh, too much on that. Keeper has to come out of the box to deal with it. Thumps it to the halfway line. A flick on <laughs> by Brown. Is stopped by Leonard, who then wins an excellent second ball. Mendy overheads too the much. ball down the flank. That's unlucky. Too much on it, yeah. Looking to feed Mullen in behind. Yeah, Notts County are losing a home to Barnet. So here's an interesting <laughs> yeah, in the title both, both lose tonight, eh? Yeah. yeah. Chesterfield are back in it. <laughs> no, they're miles behind us. <laughs> Bless them. I think Chesterfield they might qualify for the you know the, the UEFA Conference equivalent. Goal kick then. No, we've got to win this game, Mark. I'm sorry. It's just our passing's not as thick tonight. We're not as you know bit heavy on the the touches. It's Lennon's under pressure and can't stop the ball going out for a throw by the corner flag, which Morgan can use to get the ball forwards. Yeah, but it's yeah, I agree. But it's because other teams are allowed to play as well, and it Woking are doing yeah, yeah, but executing their battle plan well. Mendy then, you know, just a little bit too much on his ball. You know, yeah. great ball. It's sometimes you try a bit too hard as well, don't you? When, yeah. when things yeah. aren't going quite right. So 28th minutes or games flying past, throwing taken short and nearly squandered, but it's fed inside. <laughs> Sloppy market by Wrexham. Lofthouse cuts into the box, little step over, and he goes down again. It's no foul. In chips his end, Brown takes it nice in the chest, he's got space outside him, should have used it, tries a shot instead, but it's well wide. He had no sight of goal then, that was really poor decision-making, because Moss had made a wonderful break into space on the right side of the box, and it was an easy pass. They're causing us trouble, aren't they, when they get yeah. the box? Absolutely. I... Yeah, we, we need to keep our cool here and just remember what works as Palmer gets it well, flicks it on, Mullen, heavy touch, McNerney just gets ahead of him and then Moss tidies up back to the keeper, the ball's driven to the halfway line, good take by Ammond who spins and looks long for Brown, good header clear by Lennon, miscontrolled by Kellerman and here's Lee but he stumbles, quick question, should the ref start bucking for diving? That's three times they've gone down Rexon's box and none of them looked anywhere near penalties, as Young in the centre circle pulls it back to O'Connell, it was not bucking people for me in the in the, in the, in the groin. In, in the, I was going to say knackers, but groin's reasonable. Uh, so yeah, absolutely. Cannon's making a little run over the top now. It's fed towards him. Cannon flips it up and then works it wide. Looking for Ford. Good work by Casey. who manages to improvise a backheeled interception, and Toza doesn't come up to offer this time. That's thrown quickly back to O'Connell. 
interesting. Uh, throws haven't got anywhere yet thus far. Toza drills it long. That looks over hit. It's a nice idea. Ford might get there, you know. No. He gets a touch to it, does he? Well, it's a goal kick anyway. Yeah, Mullen's having a frustrating time. He's up in the Valley of the Giants and he's trying to scrap away, isn't he? And yeah. It's hard for him to get involved. He's chased things eagerly. He's been kicked around a bit. He just needs to get involved. Short goal kick. Palmer's interested in trying to make yeah, that. Remember how well he pressed on Saturday? Yeah, but we did not press him again. Moss gets up the pitch. Ed Trouble's only Palmer was, a, was alert to it, wasn't he? Yeah. So throw in to Woking, 30 yards out from their own goal on the right. Pandy Lad also pointing out that Barnett took the lead. Michael Starkey again watching from the States. He's got his picture of, his, of the game in the background. Throw down the line by Moss. Mendy heads it firmly back where it came from. Moss will use his body to hold Mullen off and win a throw in the halfway line. <laughs> yeah. Again, regular Ars Wrexham correspondent saying that even if Mullen does go easily sometimes, that one by McNerney, I wouldn't blame him staying down for a quarter of an hour. Nasty one. Young oh, goal, it's a sloppy ball, he's given away on the edge of the area. Shot comes in, but wide. But an error by Young. Again, sloppy in the back. Daly, you hit the shot, he turned sharply on the edge of the box. Hit it. Left foot is just wide of the left post. And it continues to be a, a struggle for Wrexham. Howard steps up, knocks it long. Palmer jumps at McNerney, beats him to it. Cannon brings it down, pokes it over the top, but it's intercepted by Casey. Well won by Cannon in the air, but this time Casey gets his laces through it, and it's an awkward one for Toza, but he deals with it well, heading it forwards. And it's tidied up by Young back to Lennon, out wide to Mendy. Mendy now driving it forwards. That's unlucky, tried to obtain pass, he overhit last time. This time didn't quite get it past his man as Lee was running in behind. But Wrexham really aren't getting that ball down and moving it as they like to. And like I said, it's all about imposing your style. Thus far, Wrexham have not been able to. Walking now, poking it forwards. Ammond looked like he came back from an offside position, and he did. Linesman just waited <laughs> in case somehow somebody came from nowhere to outpace toes. <laughs> I guess why the flag stays down, but in that situation, it wasn't going to happen, was it? Free kick to Wrexham on the corner of the box. Howard thinks it long, Mullen flicks it on, Palmer's on the chase, but he'll be beaten to us on the edge of the area, Ross comes out and gets Riz. Drops on the halfway line, and Mendy's beaten in the air, good work by Young to prod it back to his keeper. And Howard, ooh, flicks it up rather fancily, and then lofts it to the halfway line, what a touch by Lee under pressure, done really well, and then Young can't quite ride a hard tackle from Moss. Ammons dropped off on the right-hand side, good interception by Lee, who Oof. then goes in and legs his man over, the ref plays a good advantage. Kellerman on the right-hand side, level the edge of the area, looks as exchange pass of Lofthouse, prodded out by Mendy. Moss he goes on the pitch up. now and falls over. Well, Moss has got up, he Lee legged him over, he went off the pitch, he's, he's got up after a fashion and then got onto the pitch before going back down on his own, just like you say, just to waste a little bit of time. And the referee eventually will get Walken to take the throw. It was a poorly timed tackle by Lee, but I don't think really a yellow, I don't think it really hit him terribly hard. Well, if he didn't give a yellow to Mullin, then well, yes, he so can't give a yellow there. It would be incredibly inconsistent, wouldn't it, to be booking him. But it was a bit out of control, so throwing level the edge of the area, which 
Moss will take, throws it into the box. Mendy heads it clear back to the thrower. He wants it to go out of play, and it does. So, the throw-in, which will be taken by Moss again, 25 yards out. He throws it towards the corner flag, towards Brown, who heads it up in the air, Toza only heads it partly clear. Again, this is a classic long ball stuff, you know, the ball's stuck in the corner, Wrexham can't get it away. And now a chance maybe for Brown to take on his man. He goes round outside of Mendy and scuffs in across. Lennon, not the best clearance, though. Picks up Kellerman, 25 yards out. Mullen comes back diligently to stop him carrying it forwards. Brown again, rolls a cue ball around the back of the fence. Cross comes across the face of goal and behind, luckily for Wrexham, Daly at the far post. We then accelerates back to get it, an intelligent play, pokes it down the flank, that's a nice pass, just over hit. And Casey can't win it because of an excellent piece of defending by Cannon running it out of play. Casey then falls on the ball, won't give it back. Woking aren't making many friends, they're not here to make friends, though, to not, be fair. Not, nope. They're here to win football matches and they're winning. And they're rattling us as well, which is, you know, our our team have just got to take a step backwards and say, come on, we can we can win this, guys, and, and play football. Howard kicks it, 34 minutes gone, Wrexham one down, Palmer does well to keep it and hooks it down the line for Mullen. Now Mullen, right-hand side, there's no-one in the box for him, and he's done well to keep it in, but he can only whip it across, straight clear to Cannon, oh, who mishits it. Totally. I mean, it's not an easy chance, but he should he take a touch? Yeah, brought it down, then had a shot, Mark. And Mullen had no-one in the middle, but I think... He, he had to whip it across because he was struggling to even keep it in. It was headed partly away by Moss. And, yeah, Cannon was unmarked on the edge of the area, went for the volley and mishit it well wide. But had enough time maybe to just bring it down and drill it. He didn't trust his first touch and... Maybe that was a mistake with hindsight, as Young wins the header from the goal kick, but Mullen can't find a teammate, and now it's Daly again, yeah. looking dangerous, bursting down the left-hand side. Chance to cross, sweeps to the far post, too much on that. Good job it was as well. Yeah, because Armand again peeled off his man and was in a lovely position. And you can see why Wokinger doing so well. At the moment, they're sort of pulling away from fourth place, and, and you, can, you can appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, fair play to them. You know, they've, they've yeah. carried on playing football, they haven't parked the bus. Howard drills it long, Palmer jumps at McNerney, flicks it on well, Mullen now, 25 yards out, brings the ball down, Mendy is there, he feeds Mendy beautifully, he can hit this, drills it, oh! oh, that was a great effort, Mendy from the left flank, smashed it across the keeper, hit the post and bounced out, I think the keeper got him again, to it. Young drills it in, big shout for handball, I think it's a throw in he's given, and it's taken quickly, two balls on the pitch though, so... The throw will have to be taken again. What an effort by Mendy, though. Fantastic effort by Mendy. You know, I think the keeper got a, a fingertips to it and touched onto the post. Yeah. It was a nice pass by Mullen as well. Mendy ripped it. Ah, and the rebound as well just bounced away from the Wrexham players following in. So Toza plays it short. Lee now in a bit of space, 30 yards out on the right. Sweeps in the cross. It's a decent one. Ah, but it carries through to Mullen, who's forced away from goal. Edge of the box, he turns, beats his man. Can he hit it? He beats another. He's tripped. Free kick about a step outside the box. Excellent work by Mullen, that. Yeah, yeah, he beat three or four players then, didn't he? He was surrounded by players, wasn't he? It was yeah. so crowded. And he managed to wriggle his way through. Walking and complaining, but it was, it was a foul, clear foul. He was mistimed, legged him over. 
and this is about a foot outside the box in the D. Maybe a bit close. Yeah, it's, it's just one of those, blast it for power, and if it takes a deflection, hope it flicks on, and the keeper's got no chance, isn't it? So, Wrexham battling hard, 1-0 down against a well-organised... Well-drilled, yeah. Yeah, really strong walking team. You know, Woking have been in and out of this division since we came into it. They're going down and up again. And, frankly, this is by far the best Woking team that I've seen. Yeah. yeah. Of course, their manager, Darren Saul, the last manager to have won at the racecourse in the league, with Yeovil last October. Here's the free kick. Ford and Young are on it. And Cannon is there too. Ford steps up and drills it. Yeah! Yeah! Yes! What a goal! By Anthony Ford! Torres into the top right corner, and that brilliant work by Mullen has been rewarded. Ford steps up, lovely strike. Oh, you see, it was too kick. close. Yeah, well, I saw it too close, but yeah. he got it up and over that wall. Brilliant, brilliant free kick by Anthony Ford. Superb, superb. That was uh, Ronaldo-esque. Fabulous, wasn't it? Right, yeah. right Ronaldo didn't score that many, I reckon. That was more of a Messi. That... Or Messi or a Gareth Bale or, yeah. Oh, he just, he hooked it. Oh. And how he managed to bring it down in time, I don't know. But that is an utterly glorious goal by Anthony Ford. And Wrexham. Are back in it. Are back in it, yeah, exactly. From the restart, Morgan drive it forwards. O'Connell reads it well. Now then, can he start something off? He drives it down the line. And McDurney has to put out for a throw-in. And the crowd are really getting into this now. What a goal by Ford, that's really set the stadium alight. Goodness, mate. 39th minute. One all. Throw in taken, Young feeds it backwards to Lennon. Mendy's in a bit of space out wide, he wants it, Lee receives instead. And he'll have to go back to Lennon. Patient builder by Wrexham, which is, like I say, what I want to no. see is Lennon runs into trouble again. Luckily for him, Mullins would ever so well to come back and cover. And Lee oh, over the top. Ball. That's a great-looking pass to Palmer. Good defending. Puts it out for a throw by the corner flag. But Tozer will come to take that. Wilkinson just managed to outpace Palmer then. It was a lovely pass by Lee. It was, yeah. It's, again, like I said, about imposing your style of play. Yeah, yeah, the screws are turning, you know, Mark. It's tricky for Lee. This sort of game is not his natural game, but he's had little moments of quality. Toza with the long throw, Lee again is available if he wants to play it short. Cannon and Palmer in the goal mouth, it's so long, and ooh, the keeper comes across and punches it away. Cannon <laughs> trying to hold his ground, maybe, and draw a push in the back, and he's having a word with the ref. Toza takes a quick one, quick slung into six yard box. Oh, it's a good win by Ince. Picked it by Lee, left side of the box, pulls it wide. Toza dinks it in and Ince sends it at the far near post. Lee brings it down well once more. He's put under pressure and Lofthouse can't win it off him. Rexham don't get the free kick though because lost Lee, Dangerous. lost his balance and it's an awkward ball over the top. Mendy fighting with Brown. Brown's brought it down in the box. Mendy recovers brilliantly to get a fuzz in and now Rexham will come away. Ford on the left, this game's lost all shape after that set piece. And Ford wins the throw-in and normal service will be resumed. But whoa, that was a mad little passage where both sides could have got somewhere. Throwing then to Rexham deep in their own half. Yeah, maybe looking at Lennon, Mark, he's made so a few mistakes. He? he has. I mean, he hasn't played much fuzzy since. No. Well, since in over a year, has he? And that's a worry as O'Connell heads back to the keeper. Would you think about bringing Clueth on? I don't know. I'm not sure I would. <laughs> That'd kill Lennon, that wouldn't it? 
Big kick by Howard, bounces beyond Palmer. Mendy wins it, Man Mullen, left side of the box, is allowed to turn, flips it across to the far post. It goes behind. I'm actually not sure if it was an extravagant shot, which didn't yeah, quite I spin think it enough. Was, yeah, yeah. Uh, the keeper was in a panic, he really lunged at it, couldn't reach it. Don't know if he lost his post, so went wide by a fair margin. I should say as well, we have an excellent half-time guest. I mean, I, I have to be flattering because he's, he's listening to us. <laughs> uh, the Wrexham correspondent for the Athletic. The Athletic's epic. I mean, we've got an Athletic correspondent, so, you know, no matter what the chap was like, I'd be excited, but he's a good bloke. Richard Sutcliffe, no relation, although he is from Yorkshire, but the goal kick will be taken. <laughs> there you go, He'll be see. chatting at half-time. Long ball forwards, Lofthouse flicks it on, threw in. Two walking, okay. About 35 yards out, right hand side. It'll be taken by Moss. Yeah, I'm sorry that the Wi Fi is really weirdly slow today, so I'm struggling to get Ars Rex and comments up. I'm sorry about that. It's everybody checking on the football scores, Mark. That's the problem. Yeah, Williams down the line is headed inside and cleared. Go out for another throw to walking now because we are on the press network, so there shouldn't be many people on it. But today, for some reason, it's very, very slow. So, throw in again about 35 yards out. And it's slung by Moss towards the corner flag, headed in cutely by Brown. Only again. half cleared by Lennon. Shot comes in, but it's blocked well. Uh, Insto will keep the ball moving. Kellerman tackles. Well, that's a free kick to Wrexham, is it? No, it's not given. It was a good foot in by. Uh, Lee, was it? Are you ever so well to get there? No, it wasn't Lee. No, I think it's Cannon. Yeah, Cannon, quite right. And the physio's coming on, I mean... He did ever so well, Cannon, to get there first. That was the important did. ball yeah, yeah. to get to. If he... As, I, as Twitter reloads and Paula J. Smith says, it doesn't feel like we're getting anything from the refs again. Two games now where the refs haven't covered themselves in glory. It just feels like there's a little bit of bias against us. I don't think there is. The, the last game, the ref was, was very fair, he was very good, and he, he stamped his mark early on in the game, which he had to continue. And I thought he was one of the best refs we've had here all season. Yeah, I liked him, actually. I yeah. did, yeah. I thought he was, he was solid. I mean, he, he, did, he just showed a yellow card for their defender in the first five minutes. He'd have had no qualms about that, which any ref should have done, because that was a, a poor challenge on Mullen. I, I would say, Paula, that I, I definitely don't think there's bias, because obviously bias implies... No. Dishonesty. I don't think referees are dishonest. I genuinely don't. Um, I, I mean, let's be frank. I'm not saying they're competent at this level because there have been a lot of poor refereeing performances. Uh, and this ref, I, I think as well, there's certain always Wrexham restart and get a bit lucky as O'Connell nods it down, finds a teammate. More by luck than judgment. Palmer won a good header but can't keep it in. He's pushing the back. Enough to give a free kick for though. I don't know. I think that was one of your Palmer attempts to win a free kick rather than a straight-out foul, I don't know. But anyway, the, the thing is, I think, we have seen some really ropey refereeing performances at this level, and I think it's more that. Plus, I think a lot of refs, as Palmer... So he's got hold of his shirts. ...but can't get through the flick on by Mullen. I, I think there's a lot of refs at this level, and also in general, you know, want to keep their cards in their pocket. And I think that you don't have a responsibility as Wrexham shout for handball, the fans do, the players don't because it wasn't Well handball. done, Elliot Lee. Elliot Lee does well in a tight corner in his own half to come out with the ball and Toza spreads it nicely. The fourth official, this first half's flown by. He's already setting up his board. 
as Wrexham ping a good ball to Darfield, and Mullen takes a nice touch and works it back to Lennon. I yep. just think when you want to keep your cards in your pocket and the team's physical, you are favouring them without meaning to. You see, wing it, wing it. Forward Ending. three on the far side. the centre circle. There's a, there's a coach in my head. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Young on the right-hand side. has got an option to look for four, nah. then he overdoes it. It wasn't really on, and that's the thing. You know, in a game like this, don't force it. If, no. if the ball's not on, we don't have to panic. Get the ball down, move it about. I'm sure Barkson will emphasise that. Three added minutes will be played. So, yeah, Paul, I think we are getting the rough end of the wedge, but I don't think it's bias. It's, um, I don't know, something else. Palmer as well to find Cannon. Uh, Cannon's forced backwards. That's OK. No, he leaves there making a run. I mean, yeah. making a run. That's a good ball to the left-hand side to Mendy. When we score now, you'll see what I mean. Mendy cuts inside and dumps his man on his backside and then plays a cute pass. Trouble is, too cute. Lee didn't see it coming. And he chases but can't keep it in. Goal kick to the keeper. <laughs> it's funny enough, I was thinking about this earlier. Uh, as uh, Spitball Idea says, Ford with a curving diving shot, like something out of a Roberto Carlos YouTube compilation. I mean, the thing is, of course, that I was thinking about Roberto Carlos's free kicks earlier today. He hit that amazing one in Le Tournoir, didn't he, for Brazil? Um, but he, he didn't score many at all free kicks. It's just that amazing one earned him the license to take free kicks for the rest of his career and thrash him in the streets. <laughs> but it was a bit like that. I grant you that. Long ball forwards, young heads at Bob Palmer's done well to go a foot to it, but Ince intercepts. Mendy looking to use his strength as one of the throw to Wrexham. Just short of the halfway line. He's looking for movement. Throws it down the line beyond Palmer. It bounces through, and Wilkinson tries to use his strength. And Mullen knocks him out of the way and wins a throw and takes no, it too, too quickly. Heavy. Palmer's done ever so well to knock it past his man, but he won't get there because oh, Ross well, rather yeah. cleverly blocked well, him well. off. But the pressure of Palmer <laughs> wins a throw by the corner well, flag. Palmer, yeah. Tozer is sprinting up this time. Time is of the essence. Not long till the break. And Tozer can launch this in. What a nice time it would be to score a second. Tozer. Back up against the advertising hoardings again, steps in, hurls it in under the bar. It drops loose, but it'll fall to a walking player. Smashed away. So Brown on his own there, up front. It? Brings it down on the halfway line. Tries to pivot one way, then the other. He's being fouled by Ford. Referee gives it when he sees no advantage. And then Mendy gets a cute little toe in after the whistle's gone just to try and make sure that there isn't a quick free kick take. It's so congested there in the box oh, yeah. when they're taking this long throw in, you know. it's. Thing is, mix it up, I think. You know, Stanley Baldwin. Bomber always gets through. Eventually, one of those congested touches will drop to us. I guess that's the percentage argument. Wrexham holding a line about 20 yards out for this free kick just inside the Wrexham half on the right. Casey stands it up, left-footed. It's dropped loose, important little half-header away, and then the clearance completed once more by Tozer, and there's the half-time whistle. Ooh. Well, that was a bit interesting, wasn't it? It certainly was. <laughs> Wrexham having to battle like anything, but they did. They showed genuine spirit and heart. A game where, you know, like you said, long ball team against a passing team, you've got to try and impose your style on it. You'll never manage to do that for a whole 45, but that equaliser feels crucial. It oh, gives Wrexham a foothold, doesn't it? Definitely crucial. You know, for the most part of that, I think um, Woking with a better team. Um, yep. Their passing football was far second than ours. You know, we, 
we couldn't make our passes stick, our over, over hitting them. And the last 10 minutes of the second half, you know, up until we scored, we seemed to come alive. We started playing like Wrexham, and, and hopefully, the second half will do exactly what we did from Saturday, where we come out and we impose ourselves from the start and take the game to them. And, uh, you know, we're playing the way we like to play in the second half against our own, towards our own fans. So, um, hopeful for the second half, Mark. Yeah, absolutely. But whether he makes a couple, maybe he makes a change, I don't know. I, I know it'll be hard on Lennon, but I think Lennon's had a really poor game. Um, you know, I think he's given the ball away a couple of places, a couple of times in, you know, dangerous positions. Absolutely, yeah. But, yeah. but as you said, he's had very little game time. You know, whether we ride through that and, and, and see the game out. Well, this is one of those games like the Bromley game where uh -huh. it, it doesn't matter if it's pretty or not, you just have to scrap and get the three points, the isn't it? Yeah. That's the real key thing that we'll be looking at. Notts County are losing at half-time. Yeah, I just sort of put them on the scoreboard there. But, uh, let's, let's not worry about them. No. Let's, let's get our own business done, as they say in posse training. I wish I hadn't said that. Now. <laughs> I've, I think I think because we've got company, I've been on my best behaviour in the first half. That's what it is. I've been all polite and that, you know? So, I don't know. Anyway, let, let's let's take advantage of our company then, because as Pamela RWK rightly says, and Richard, you're going to be delighted by this. He says, "Yay, Richard Suckler for the Athletic will be in the booth of Mark Griffiths to hear the voice of Wrexham in person. I might be the voice of Wrexham, but Neil is the insert noun here of Wrexham." The what? Sorry. Insert noun here. I don't know what. Okay. I didn't know what to say. I thought. No, no, no. I, I don't. I don't want you to say I was. Bullying I thought you were going to say I'm the man from Witcher who travels over here because I've got no electricity, you know, like you normally do. So I, I do say that, don't I? Yeah. But that's a to fact. To charge my I? phone and that, yeah. That's just a factual comment. Well, very true. Yeah, absolutely. The um, when you use your mobile phone in Witchurch, uh -huh. the people shout witch, uh, witchcraft and start setting fires to pitchforks and stuff. <laughs> Maybe. Fair play. Maybe. <laughs> As you are a photographer, yeah. do they think you're stealing their souls? <laughs> That's funny because we have one customer who God. thinks we scan them as they come in through the shop. <laughs> scan them? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> for, the, for the chip that was putting their arm and their, their COVID yeah. vaccine has you. Well, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Well, Pamela says, so glad you two got to meet. So, on Valentine's Day, <laughs> hello, Richard. Hello there. It's an absolute pleasure to meet you, Likewise. although we have met before. We have, we have. But let's pretend, for, for the yeah. sake of Pamela's imagination, yeah. let's pretend it's the first time we've met. I've got to say, I mean, I love The Athletic because it has a, a commitment to long-form writing and to actual, actual thoughtful writing, which, sadly, a lot of written media is moving away from now. And to actually have an Athletic correspondent, I've got to be honest with you, is absolutely fabulous, and so I guess I've got to ask you first. I mean, Richard, how did that come about, and how did it be how did it become you? Well, yeah, it's I suppose it's the ultimate case of follow the story. Mm. Um, I came here, what was it now? It feels like about three and a half months ago, but I think it was only about a fortnight. <laughs> I arrived here as the Sheffield United correspondent for the uh, FA Cup tie. Obviously, incredible game, fantastic stuff, really was. I was doing my colleague Stu James as well. And uh, well, obviously, we're, I, I spoke to Phil Parkinson during the week because I've known Phil a long time. So I've done a piece on him. Stu did a colour piece round it, and it just did. It just showed us there's something really special happening down. Obviously, I'd, I'd watched the documentary all the way through. I've, 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 a lot of it because obviously I've known Parky and, and Steve Parkin and Sean Harvey from Bradford as well. So you you know these people. So you, you, you know, it's interesting when you can see them at work, so to speak. 
And then it was the day after the Sheffield United game, my boss rang up and he says, what are you up to? And obviously you're supposed to say, oh, I've got loads on, but <laughs> I couldn't think of anything I was actually doing. So I says, oh, uh, blah, bits and pieces. He says, right, I want you to go to Wrexham for the month. Home and away, yeah. I want you to tell the story. <clears throat> They've got eight games. Tell the story through different characters, you know, whether it's fans, players, managers, whoever, and uh, we'll see how it goes. And uh, obviously, two weeks in, it's going really well because I'm uh, I'm staying. My loan's been extended by work, so uh, you're stuck with me now till uh, till well, hopefully, if the foreseeable. Excellent. So I'd be very happy to hear that, you know, um, because it is wonderful. I'd like. I like the fact that you are a fresh perspective, a fresh view on it, because, you know, I mean, in Wrexham, we... I'm being selfish and saying from Wrexham perspective, we hear lots of familiar voices, opinions on things, and we hear the repetition of the clichés, which are true of yeah. the fairy tale. Uh, it's true. Yeah. But I think to actually have somebody coming along, looking at it with a, a, an impartial eye, but not with a clichéd eye, because yeah. some people have come here, I'll be honest, as away reporters, and they tell me what's going on, and I just think, mm, you really have no idea. It's really interesting and a privilege for us, I think. Yeah. Oh, it, it's in, it, and actually, you know, like I say, I found the story fascinating anyway, for, through the documentary and, and, like I say, knowing the guys who were here. But you actually get here, and I, there's so, so much I just didn't know or realise. You know, I honestly had no idea that some of the community stuff, yeah. you know, phenomenal. You know, that, you know, the, the 200 tickets to keep back each each game for yeah. people who can't possibly afford, so they can come along. That doesn't happen in football. You know, I, yeah. I've I've been a football reporter 25, 26 years now, and that just doesn't happen anywhere. It doesn't, and, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. You know, everyone I speak to, it's just, it, it's, it's just. You can, you can feel it's a town that's just, just it's, it's excited. It feels, it, it feels alive, and you know, there's no better stories to cover than that. Exactly, and both in terms of football and the town, it's wonderful to see that uplift because there was a danger that it could get a bit toxic here. It was heading that way yep. before the takeover started to happen. The town. I would say that Wrexham people had a fairly negative view of, of Wrexham in a way, and yet now the, the self-confidence, well, I say the town, the city now, the, the self-confidence of the city, the, the self-confidence of the Wrexham fans who didn't turn on Wrexham in the first half against Woking when it's not going their way, I think that's a, that it's, it, it's almost tangible in the air at the moment. Sport, sport's a wonderful, wonderful thing for, for civic pride. You know, my hometown's Keithley, and uh, I only sort of moved sort of six or seven years ago. And it's, 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 it's coming up for 25 years ago since that, but rugby league, we, we had a fantastic team for two or three years. You know, we finished top of the top of the second division, should have got promoted. Super League started, we didn't. It's a bit of an injustice in my mind. But what Keithy Cougars did for that time in town in three or four years, because they had like the community classroom. You know, they worked with the police, they worked on combating drugs. And you know, Keith Keithy's a town like Wrexham, and it's hard times. It's, you know, it, it used to be a big cotton town. The mills have gone, the, you know, the sort of derelict. But sport in the mid 90s, early to mid 90s, gave it that pride back, and it was absolutely fantastic. And that's what sport does. I can see it happening here. And I think here, though, the actual foundations there, Keithley wasn't. They got denied promotion, but the money then ran out and things went wrong and the club sort of went this way and the other. But I see here, I can only see progress for, you know, years ahead, really, because I see the enthusiasm the owners have got as well. I think that's the big, big thing. Yeah, absolutely. And that, that stated desire to 
do things for the community as well as the club has really endeared them to the point where I think a lot of people are naturally cynical anyway these days. I think Wrexham particularly, um, because we've been through a lot as a town and a, and a club. But there really hasn't been that sense of cynicism or concern about people coming from a different continent and doing this, because the way they've handled themselves, and the way they've prioritised community as well as football club, I think has really spoken to the, the ordinary person on the street, I think. It's almost, a, to me, it's almost like, and I, I use this word in a positive sense, a throwback mm. in the fact that when you used to get your, your owners of your football club are usually the local businessmen done good, because it was yeah. men back then, let's, let's be honest about it. And they did have that sense of community with them, whereas I say over the last sort of 30 years, you know, my previous job at the Yorkshire Post, I did 15 years, and there's some good owners in Yorkshire, yeah. but there's a hell of a lot of owners who came in wanting to do right things for the football club but couldn't give two hoots about what's happening outside the front door of the club and that I'm not getting them because they were coming from you know they might live 200 miles away so they didn't have it obviously Rob and Ryan live thousands and thousands of miles away but they're coming in from a different point of view and that's yeah. what I mean where it's almost that care that they've got and you know I think you've touched on it before saying they don't describe themselves like it might have been Neil earlier when I was talking to him he's like they don't describe themselves as owners they're sort of custodians that's right yeah, and I know yeah. it's a cliche when I sometimes see people say because you know yeah. PR companies actually said it you know I've, I've seen these owners and they'll, they'll put the scarf on and they'll do this and the other but I just get the sense they mean it Ian yeah. you know that's it, it, like I say it's, it's a throwback to a I think a better time for football and a better time for sport and you know I know the cynics out there and you know I've, I've cover Sheffield United so I heard plenty of that cynicism last week with all that went on after the game yeah. but I, I say to our people I says like get beyond that look at what's actually happening in this story and I think you'd actually love it and I think that's why the documentary is so good because it's it's just opened the eyes of obviously the wider world obviously all the guys tuning in from wherever you know tonight to, to this game is fantastic but I think it, it, everybody can see who takes the time to watch that documentary because I find a lot of the people who criticise it I've not seen one minute of it because they've just made their mind up. You know, I yeah. see it in the comments at the bottom of my stories that I've written about Wrexham. It's like, oh, that's not a fairy tale. And you think, well, have a look a bit <laughs> deeper and you might yeah. see that actually this is a good news story. Yeah. And good news stories, we need them at the moment. Exactly. I mean, uh, for what it's worth, having been in the club to an extent, you know, while it's being filmed, there's there's barely anything in the whole series that feels inauthentic yeah. to me. There's a couple of tiny bits, I think, oh, I wonder. But generally, not at all. I've not seen people staging things, yeah. and I do think it's a genuinely cleverly told narrative. I think it's quite intelligent in the way that it lets you draw your own inclusions. When it talks about the hooligans, at first I was concerned, but I think it does allow you... I think it treats the viewer with... Credits of viewers, should I say, with enough intelligence to look at it and decide for themselves what they think about that. And I think that's been effective. And I've got to say, I mean, it's been phenomenal for me because our Ask Wrexham hashtag um, was something which we brought in long before the takeover. And I love it. But there were some times when there were some times when nobody, literally nobody, used it during a game. Now it's it's out of control, frankly. But not only that you see the stories of people who say I just saw the show I don't like football, I don't really like sports but it touched me and I'm into this and the commitment of those fans and the, the, the really well thought through questions and points that they make 
I mean, it's uplifting for me. I, I, I love this football club. I've been watching the club since 1978. I've never looked forward to games like I do now. It's, it's an amazing thing. And it's, it's that community again, though. You know, yeah. Community doesn't have to be... One point, one and a half miles from from the stadium. Yeah. Communities everywhere, and you, you know, I, 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 I follow your stuff. And you know, they ask Wrexham. It's a community you've got there. You know, I was obviously we've, we've done an interview for for the Athletic for tomorrow, and I put to you. I said it, what I've listened to and what I've followed. It feels like Test Match Special. Yes. You know, which is the yeah. cricket show on the BBC, yeah. which I absolutely love, because you get the irreverent stuff. You know, they're talking about the pies and yeah. the things like that, but you never miss a second of the match. And that's what happens with you guys. But that community, because it's, you're not just talking about the football, the football's important, but it's also, you know, people care what the pie you're going to have somewhere or yeah, yeah. Who, who can be an 11 of American presidents. You know, that, that, yeah. it, that brings people together. It does. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And that's what I mean by the community. And I don't mean somebody who lives on the Mold Road or, yeah. you know, has to get the number 23 bus to the game. I'm on about somebody who's following it from three, 4,000 miles away. Yeah. And that's why I just think Wrexham's such a special club. Absolutely. Wonderful, wonderful. The number 23 just goes straight to Jamie Carragher's house, by the way. <laughs> they, uh... He doesn't catch the bus. <laughs> no, no, he doesn't. He spat on one one. No, I <laughs> did I say that? Oh, dear. Uh, oh, no, I've crossed the line again. It's, I'm remembering that Rolf Harris stuff we did last Saturday now. Oh, Neil. dear me. Um, that I shouldn't have gone down there. <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, something I'd like to talk, ask people. Just, to me, this this business model that Rob and Ryan are bringing in, I can't think of anything quite like it. Um, it's not that they've never been celebrity owners, but using their celebrity as currency, because you don't get ticked off on your shirts unless Ryan Reynolds is involved, for example. That really fascinates me. I, 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 I can't think of any real example of that. Can you at all? No, absolutely not. It's like, say, you, you get umpteen owners coming in and they'll, they'll put money in, like the guys have done, yeah. well, you know, they'll, they'll emotionally invest as well. But it was interesting, I spoke to Sean Harvey for a piece a couple of weeks ago, and he says he didn't know who the identity of the owners were at the first when he was asked to look at it by the New York Bank. And he went back to this uh, banker who was a good friend of his and said, this business model makes no sense whatsoever they are going to lose money whatever they do they're going to lose money and they says oh don't matter they're not bothered about losing money and he's like well that's their choice yeah. and then he found out what their plan was with the documentary and bringing in the global audience and the appeal and it just made sense and i think it just makes sense i yeah. think it's it, it's amazing that nobody's thought of it before and it's 2023 yeah, yeah. we all know will farrell's going to buy shrewsbury don't we <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. and on that bum note Thank you so much, Richard. That, that was an absolute oh, pleasure. 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 It really genuinely it. was. Enjoyed it. Um, and you're more than welcome to chip in if you want to in the second half. I'm enjoying myself too much listening to you yeah, guys. There's no obligation, I promise you. Right, second half, let's get cracking, shall we? Wrexham kicking towards the Wrexham fans. It's been fascinating. I love watching games against physical sides who play like this as Wrexham get things underway. I just love it because it is interesting to see how you try to outmaneuver each other and impose yourselves as Wrexham knocking the ball forwards at the moment, walking style and trying to fight for second balls. Good header by Lennon. The ball swept in towards the edge of the area and picked up and clipped forwards nicely by Casey. Oh, good work though by Cannon, just to use enough pace. But then a heavy touch by O'Connor's lost it and Cannon clips his man. I didn't think he caught him at all. I thought he just went down expecting the challenge but didn't went straight down. He's complaining, Cannon, but not, not massively. But anyway, three kicks over and a half of them anyway. You know, on reflection, because you raised a good point, Neil, about Lennon. 
and, and whether he should stay on. And although I, I'm inclined to say never sub a centre-back unless you absolutely have to, but he has made mistakes, I do accept. Firstly, has he got 90 minutes in him? Kluwerth might well be intended to come on soon as the ball's flicked into the box and touched on, but straight through to Howard. Howard's going to release early here, looking for Mullen, who's gone charging through the middle. We've seen this lead to trouble in the past, and it bounces through to Mullen, edge of the area. Oh, he's done really well to bring it down. His back's to goal now, finds Mendy, tight angle. Man goes down, so Mendy gets past him, hooks it to the far post, and a crucial header we have in a corner. That's great work by Wrexham. Yeah. Didn't Mullen do well then? I thought Mullen was going to try and lob the keeper from out on the edge of the box, but uh, the ball just wouldn't come down for him. Exactly. So he did well to hook it down and bring him to control. Great work by Howard as well. We're complaining about his distribution in the first half, but we know he has that in his locker. He spots that sort of thing. I'll get back to behind Leland Point in the second. But here comes Young with an away swinger. Plays it short down the line. That's cute. Lee now has got Young in support. He stands up a ball instead. Lobs loose. Real scramble in the goal mouth. Where's the ball? Rexham is screaming for a penalty. It's cleared. Young on the edge of the D. Battling away, managed to hug it partly in, it's helped on further. And in the end, Ince's strength allows them to clear it. And Mendy needs to be careful here because he's lost defender and he's done well, he's played it backwards. Hammond won't get there ahead of Howard who clumps it this time. Mullen backing into McNerney and McNerney shoulders him off well. Wow, that was a mad scramble. You never score from a scramble, or do you? There's too many bodies in the way. As now here comes Casey, an ambitious little run, feeds it forward, good tackle by O'Connell, throw into Woking. But that was a... Well, I mean, the ball was only, like, six yards out, and Wrexham had a big shout for a penalty at one point, but they didn't really follow it through. Now the crowd. Really couldn't see what was happening there in the box, could we, on the floor? So 10,030 is the crowd today. 232 from Woking, to be fair, that's, a, that's a, more than they expected. As the throw-in's taken, O'Connell clears, McNerney heads it into Wrexham's half, smashed forwards by Ford, brought down, bad touch by Wilkins, but he did well to recover and beat Lee to it, and then his clearance is blocked by Cannon, and has been chased by Palmer, ball hooked down the line, Young, good header, heads it away, in sends it in the wrong direction, lucky that McNerney is there and spreads it, Mendy gets it well, can't get proper purchase in his header, mind. And now Moss, who, uh, Lofthouse, driving forwards. Moss is very progressive, he's ahead of him, and he whips in across, but it's straight at Howard. Mendy did really well to keep up with him there. He did, yeah. Howard, <laughs> all right, he's not going to deliver long, so I'll say quickly. No. The thing with Lennon is that his value in the air. He's made mistakes on the ground, but he's done well in the air. Oh, Palmer's unlucky. Takes it on the chest and knocks him off his feet and smashed away by Casey. Awkward run for O'Connell, he heads it into oh. midfield, that's not the best ball in. No. And it bounces awkwardly for Lennon too, but Toza gets a good head to it. Cannon fighting with Ince, and Woking win it back. Good feet by Lofthouse, the tie Ince, good first-time pass, and it's fed in the left channel. Great work on the cover by O'Connell to get it back to his keeper. And Howard knocks it long, McNerney heads it away. Cannon scrapping away, he's done really well. Nicks it from Ince, he's unlucky, tries to hit it off his man, but just drills it straight out of play. Um, and yeah, I, for me, Lennon's value in this game and the reason they play him today rather than Saturday partly is his height. his height and his ability to win headers. And it's when it's on the floor he's made mistakes. I think you need to say to him, when it's on the floor, you know, focus a bit more, but just keep doing what you're doing in the air, but he's been okay. As the ball's lifted over top, good stretch by Toza to poke it partly away. And 
Then a physical challenge by Brown, who seems to be fouled by Cannon. He has to step out of his challenge, and Brown breaks into the box, goes wide, pulls it into the goal mouth, and it's Lee back there who hooks it away for a throw by the corner flag. He's a good player, Brown. He's dangerous, he likes to get in behind. So throw. Beer Bear Beer says, thanks for the half-time chat. By the way, your last article was brilliant. Yeah, thought he just got a thumbs up from the athletic man. Ball played to the far post, good header away. Lennon in the air doing well. And then a sloppy pass backwards by Woking. So McNerney from the Wrexham half has to plant his head on it and put it back to the keeper, which he does easily. Friction-free header, because he's bald. I don't know why I said that, I just felt like saying that. <laughs> Hope his wife's not listening on Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, Mark. Keeping into a milk tray. Or oh, any of his family. <laughs> well, why do you care that much about Joe McNerney's I family? don't, I don't. Be throw. honest. No. <laughs> throw down the line by O'Connell. Palmer can't get there. It's smacked away by McNerney. His toes are battling, heads it partially clear, and it's well won by Woking. Poor ball by Ammon, the goal kick. But Woking at the moment are imposing they themselves, are. aren't they? Again. Winning second yep. balls, putting it back in, trying to turn us. Bus tails any, says, what a superb half-time chat. Yeah, well, you know, get a quality guest on. And you're laughing. Oh, Lee uses body well to let the ball roll through to Mullen, who's battling to hold onto it in midfield. The shirt was pulled, ref's not giving it, and Wrexham stopped. And now it's a chance for a break. On the left-hand side, Daly, poor touch. Cannon's unwell to get back. Nick it off him and work the ball back to Howard. Big ball over the top by Howard, but straight onto the head of Wilkerson, who plants it where it came it. from, and it's bouncing through to the keeper. Chicago squeaky bum time says... You may not have seen this business model in football, but you see it all the time in Hollywood. Kanye's shoe business. Oh, great, That's a good point. Rihanna with makeup. As Lee pops it wide, Mendy under pressure, does little attempts a little 360 like a dog settling down for the night, but can't get round his man, <laughs> so he works it backwards. Toza will keep the ball moving to O'Connell. Woking press hard, but O'Connell plays it. Imagine he's hurried into playing it over the top. It's all right, it's in the corner. In fact, Mullen will put the pressure on and then we'll just shove Casey over. The wrestler hasn't booked anyone, has he? No. <laughs> uh, you see, that's my issue there. That you know, but the players deserve the booking. Give them the booking. Well, Don't yeah. come out of a game saying I gave no yellow cards. I am a good referee. Because if there's like players committing murder out there, you probably should take action. You know, a policeman doesn't come home from a from a, a bloodbath and say I didn't I didn't arrest anyone. Clean sheets. Didn't you know? see anything. In fact, ironically, clean sheets are the last thing you'll get in a bloodbath. Believe you me, I've been in a few. <laughs> Big clearance by Ross. Straight onto the head of O'Connell, who jumps and mistimes it and heads it up in the air, rather. Lee gets it well and directs it away. Ince gets a touch. Still one all. 53rd minutes. Walking probably happier with the, how this staff has started. As they knock it down the line and out of play. O'Connell will take the throw. Yeah, Chicago squeaky bum time to finish their comments, saying about Rihanna with makeup as well. The real money doesn't come from entertainment from their product line plus celebrity as Mendy's chasing. That's a really good point. Yeah, uh, uh, could be something to chew on there. It fascinates me. Lennon beaten in the air, and now the ball is picked up on the right-hand side by Lofthouse. Overhit pass though. Toza will get there. He's gonna have to get out from the corner flag, and he's lost it. Lofthouse early cross to the far post. Not easy for Howard. 
for a second I thought there might be danger. Howard, that's great delivery. Throws to the cannon, breaking down the right-hand side. He's got the two strikers inside him as he crosses the halfway line. Not the best pass to Mullen. Not at all. No. he gets there first, pumps it out of play. Probably a bit too far out for Toza. Ford will take it. Ball boy eagerly giving him a replacement ball so Wrexham can get going. But Ford's shielding his eyes from the sun. The sun. The floodlights as he throws it towards Mullen. Mullen can't get oh, there. Oh, Ford gets that nutmegs his man, drills it in. <laughs> Hits the back of McNerney's head and fans shout for handball. Wrexham pick up the second ball and start again. Lennon stepping out from the back. Good ball. Great punches ball it to, to Mendy. Mendy. Sets himself. Feeds it in the box. Left hand side. Palmer cuts inside. That is a penalty. penalty. Yes, come on. Brilliant move. Sharp passing. Lennon pinged it with pace. Mendy works it inside. And it was a clumsy tackle, walking and complaining. I mean, I'm, I'm absolutely certain Palmer walks into that leg and bought the penalty. <coughs> but why wouldn't you when a defender has stuck Hanging his leg out like out. that? Yeah, yeah, of course. It, it, was, it was naive defending. You see it week in, week out. No question Palmer played for it, but equally no question that it's a penalty for me. But slick, slick passing. Super, that was, that was uh, yeah. you know... That's how that penalty was, you know, Mendy out, and he took on the player, great ball in yeah. to Palmer's feet, and Palmer was turning, and he just put his leg out, and Palmer went over. Right, Mr Mullen. To Mullen to take. Remember what happened at the Sheffield United, the goal scored oh, one, missed Mark, one. Oh, Mark, oh, Mark. I can mention it, he scored one and missed one. He has the ball spotted up, Ross waits on the line. Mullen takes a deep breath on the edge of the area. Steps up, right-footed. Yeah! Yes! Right Come in the on. corner. Mullen drills it in. And Wrexham have taken the lead. This is such a test for Wrexham. But they have shown today Two that seconds. desire, that yeah. grit to fight and pull themselves back into a match that has been a real challenge. And that is what's so good about this team, you know, the, the desire to get back in the game, the never-say-die attitude that we've got. You know, yes, they've been both from set-piece goals, but does it matter? Absolutely not. Doesn't matter how you score, no. once you score. So, Wrexham Are we top of the league leads. again? Fair point. I've just had to reload Notts County, you're still losing 1-0. But like you say, I mean, it'd be nice to see Notts County dropping points, yeah. you know. But if Wrexham keep, it's in our hands. It is, yeah, and now, you know. You know this is one of the toughest games left this season. Woken are going to, you know, they're going to batter us. Now they're going to try and, you yeah. know, get into our heads again and, and, and get into the box. We've got to be very, very careful here now. They came back from 2-0 down last Saturday. They are the fighters as well, and you can see their quality. Mendy does brilliantly from the kickoff, tracking back and tackling this man. Mullen can't get to the loose ball. Palmer does well, gets there. Was he tripped, not given? And now here comes Kellerman, lovely feet. Manages to get beyond another of those Elliot Lee lunging challenges. He sees nothing he likes in front of him, though, but he's calm and he works it backwards. And now Walking are really pushing on. Casey on the left, nice one ahead of him by Daly, but he doesn't use him. He pulls it back to Kellerman, who's looking to pull the strings. Ince, 30 yards out, Wrexham have dropped off. Holding a line on the edge of the box, ball played forward. Cute first time touch by Daly. Casey may be an offside. He sweeps in a good cross. O'Connell gets rid of it. What the heck and then he it's headed back by Ford into the box. Young did well to get it to Lee, who hacks it clear. What was he? Dangerous, dangerous header across your own box. It was unorthodox, wasn't it? As the ball is picked up on the right-hand side, for walking by Lofthouse, who stumbles but shields it from Mendy. Free kick given against Mendy, must have clipped him. And a chance for the big centre-backs to go lumbering up. 
Yeah, Mr. Mullins, safe forward on the halfway line, mate. Yeah, absolutely. Because we've seen there's a vulnerability when they're going forward, when they're getting caught on the break. Mullins' pace has been terrific, hasn't it? And he can maintain his scoring run at the race course. Yep, is that 31 for the season now, isn't 31, it? 31, that's mad, isn't it? And how many in the league? Is it 21 in the league? 22 now, I 22. think. The ball swept in dangerously. It's Paul got Carl over Freaker, yeah, yeah. Him. The ball ended up in the net. But the whistle had gone before it was hit. The walking fans at the far end of the ground were celebrating. And the Wrexham fans are uh, enjoying that. Oh, you can see it was all over O'Connell pulling his shirt and everything, so... Free kick then to Wrexham. Howard will take. Howard hits it right-footed, looking in the air for Mullen. He's done really well to get to it, but he's popped it back to Lofthouse. Ball over the top, takes a deflection, and Lennon's quick to get to it and head it out of play, throwing the halfway line to Woking. It'll be taken by... Now, would you think about being Cluerth on? Not... If, if Lennon feels OK... Yeah. No. No? Throwing down a line. Uh, Lennon volleys it away. Moss gives oh, it away. Well Lee now scurrying forwards. Dinks over the top, looking for Mullen. That's a good ball if he'll stay in, though. No. It just spins out of play. Nice idea. Um, no, because if, if Lennon feels all right, he's doing OK. He's made some mistakes of his passing, but he is a good user of the ball, you know, yeah, with, yeah, the, yeah. with his feet. And we saw that with the pass to Mendy to just put pace into the, the move. So if he's physically okay, no, I, I, I come on, Palmer wants a free kick, doesn't get it, but he gets the ball back and he's battling again. Ooh, it looked like possible handball then yeah, as well to get around the side of him, but Walker managed to get to the loose ball and work it backwards. Knock ball by Ross. Mendy knocks it down. Lee tries to turn away from his man, dispossessed by Kellerman, who's had a good game in the middle of the pitch. And, uh, well, I'm not, he gives it away. I'm not saying commentator's curse is a real thing, but, you know, maybe I'll say more walking players have done well if they're going to pass like that. Having said that, it was still into a good position, and Rex had to put it out of play for the throw, which has taken oh, a lovely turn. touch by Brown on the right, spins beyond his man and works it wide. But Wrexham still got their shape. Nice ball in the overlap to Moss, who swings it in, and it goes beyond everybody. Ford attacked it, and that put Daly out. Cannon's done brilliantly oh, to get there. And drive it down the line, and Ince went right through him, First and the ref will show a yellow. Yep. It was late, that. that I, I don't think he hit him massively hard, to be fair, but it is a yellow. Cannon did brilliantly to sprint across and, and volley it and, and hit it away. And, yeah, Ince just went right through the back of him. So, first yellow of the game. Always a lovely moment, I feel. Oh, he's... Especially on Valentine's Day. It's just a peaceful moment, isn't it? That connection between the ref and a big lad sitting in front of the back four. Nothing says romance like a big lad sitting in front of the back four. <laughs> That's why Eric Dyer is the cupid of football. I'm going to stop now, mate. I can tell your disdain. Howard will take the free kick from the right-back position. Jarvis says Woking might have bought 252, but they all look about 12 years old. 
Long ball over the top. Palmer's after this. He flicks it down. Mullins chasing. Good cover by Wilkinson to get it partly away. And then it's hacked away by Casey. Not very far, though. Comes off the back of Cannon's head. Casey thumps it away again. It's headed forwards by Lennon. And Wrexham keep it alive. Throw into Wrexham about 35 yards out on the right-hand side. Jarvis is right. I did see earlier when they were mocking the Wrexham fans. There's a... There's a lot of young walking lads in the away end, it's got to be said. It's like hire a fan, is it? What? Hire a fan. I don't know, I think it's more evacuation of the secondary schools. It's going to be poor attendance in year eight in Walking High tomorrow. Ball played back to Howard, he takes a touch, he's put under pressure, he doesn't panic. Dinks it halfway down, Palmer thinks it, oh well, Mullen, oh he's unlucky, he was off balance, he nearly took that under control. But it's squares, and now Moss winds himself up and pumps it into the second hole, where Wrexham look a little underpopulated, and a shot comes into the side netting from Baron. It was a very tight angle, but he got full side of Lennon. He stayed down after the shot, and if he was trying to imply that Lennon caught him in the box, but the ref's not interested. <laughs> and uh, referee's gone across and said, get up. So it'll have to be. <laughs> yeah, spitball idea also says these walking fans need to be responsible. They have school in the morning. <laughs> Maybe it's half term there, who knows? Notts County have equalised. Roy Cuffin tells him, Roy, you misery. Long ball forwards, Palmer flicks it on nicely, but down the wrong channel. Mullen will chase and put it under pressure. It's hacked clear, and Young under pressure brings it down well. Cannon pops it backwards. Lennon, a big one, O'Connell. I think miss hit that, but Ford's just about managed to keep it in. Back to O'Connell, who drills it himself down second hole. Poor clearance, and Ford picks it up and has a little bit of space to run into. He engages now with Casey, goes inside, then outside, and pulls it back nicely. Cannon fakes the square, it spins 360 degrees, that's nice. Back to Ford, Ford pulls it back to O'Connell, and he stands it in the goal mouth and it's overhead. And all the crowd gasped. There was a long way from being a miss hit into the top corner. It certainly was. I enjoyed the cliched sort of stereotypes then. You've got Cannon and Ford pirouetting around doing all the skillful stuff, and they give him out to Connor O'Connell, and he put it first time in the crowd. Centre backs, eh? You've got to love him. It's from the restart, Moss has just run it off the pitch on the halfway line. He fell over in the, in the process, so. Ryan Gayer points out that we're top of the league as in stands. Not now, if not county of equalised, we're not, are we? Um, oh, it's a poor throw, and Lee gives it away. Not long. Toza looks to give a little eyebrows back to Howard, does make contact, and has to get a bit more of a slab head onto it the second time round. Wrexham lift it over the top, looking for Mullen to try and run in behind. He won't quite get there, but it's an awkward situation for Moss. He goes down <laughs> trying to buy a free kick. It's a throw in to no, he's give a free kick. Has he? Yeah, Mullen pushed him over. I think he has. Moss is... Oh, no, it's good free kick. Okay, try, try go, throw in. So, throws it down the line. Good climb by Lee. Puts it out for a throw. Bus tails any. I think after the goal, announced to us all, I just had a trouser moment. Come on, you Reds. <laughs> all right, fair enough. <laughs> Bus tails any is of course such a wonderful correspondent that I'm going to. I've decided to trust you and say that out loud. Throwing, which will be taken by Moss. Good distance again on those throws, and Lennon heads it clear, knocked loose, and Young smashes it away. Mullen can't take it under physical pressure. It goes back to Ross. Mullen's going to chase him. Moss 
Hits it long, straight into Lennon's oh, head. He missed times there. And it drops loose, luckily, for Wrexham off Brown to Lennon. And he pings a big ball on the flank. There's no one there. Throw in to Woking. There have been little points where Lennon's on his best to show that you're right about bringing him off. I, yeah, I admit. I, I would mark, I'm sorry. Throws to the halfway line. O'Connell wins it well. Mullen miscontrols. Ince. Pops it quickly back. His first time passing is good, Ince. He's got a good picture of what's around him, hasn't he? All forward. So is O'Connell. He nods down cutely to Young, and Young under pressure is sensible. Goes back to Tozer Woken. Have a lot of players committed in Wrexham's half. So Wrexham again go direct, trying to knock it over the top, but Palmer is blocked off rather cutely by Wilkinson. And the ball goes through to the keeper. Pandy Lad says that uh, a Woking player is going to do something silly and get a red. We have quite a few red cards here against our opponents in recent games. So we have, yeah, yeah. You never know. Ford will take the throw down the line. Looking for Palmer. Who's that was a push as well. Blatantly shoved in the back that time. Linesman's right there, doesn't give it. It's clears. Headed forwards by O'Connell. Good touch again by Ford. He had a good game. Yeah, he has had a very good game. Back to Lennon. Careful now. Yeah, yeah. works it back to his keeper. Big smash through the middle by Howard. Too many times he's given Mullen something to fight for in the end. It's only going to wear him down. It's cleared. Lee can't quite win the loose ball, and it's an awkward one. Lennon deals it very well, getting it back to the keeper. Craig, Claire Grudzicki says, when we know the schedule for the postponed York Oval sit town game, don't want to lose the opportunity with three points. Well, the, the the rule is supposed to be you're supposed to try to sort a new date within a couple, within I think it's three weeks. Oh, flat kick by Howard, and Mullen was interested in that, but Moss did well to get his head onto it and flick it back to the keeper. It's just pinball, isn't it? one end to the other. But we, we've not been able to sort out those that timing as Lennon again does well, good strength, heads out of play, Brown stays down again. We've not been able to do that, which I assume is because of the cup run. And also because we filled up a lot of midweek slots. Yeah, so the whole of February's full up yeah. mid midweek, isn't it? So I think we'll just have to be patient with that one. I mean, we won't want to arrange it, you know, following at the end of this run because it would be a problem for us, wouldn't it? We need a break when these midweek games are gone. So, good question. Don't know. Throwing down the line, headed away by Mendy. Drops loose shot, a nice little touch on the edge of the area. Danger here. A good burst forwards, but the shot is put wide. Hammond. It was good skill by him that he drove into the right channel. He, it was a difficult take and he took it really well. Squeaky bum time, Mark, isn't it? Chicago squeaky bum time. Yep, it's Wrexham squeaky bum time. <laughs> yeah. They're having the shots on goal, aren't they? They've, they've had some. I mean, I this mean, is nothing. I mean, it's nothing that Howard yeah. had to really deal with. Yeah, uh, it's been one of those games. I mean, it's going to be a nice, easy highlights edit for again. me, to be honest. Palmer on, again, referee. feels he was fouled, not given. Young wins a 50-50, and the ball spoons up in the air. Now he shoves his man in the back, Ralph gives that. I mean, it is a foul on Kellerman. It is. It's just where the Palmer was as well. Looked pretty similar, didn't it, really? Free kick taken quickly by Woking, who are keen to get on the front foot once more. Mendy has stepped up to the halfway line, forces a backwards pass. Wilkinson will have to go back to his keeper. Yeah, the... the there have been few incidents, really. I've made very few notes. It's one of the well, long ball games are often like yeah. that. Hawking feed it down the line, and well, yeah, uh, Daly just can't sort his body shape out. But good tracking back by Mullen, you know, putting pressure yeah. on him to make a quick pass to the their midfield who, who couldn't control it, went out for a throw in. Mullen is, uh, you know, to be <laughs> fair to him, you know, he's, he's, the, he's the show oh, pony of the team, his but he works so fantastic. hard, he? Yeah. he battles for his team. 
Long throw by Ford towards the corner flag, is headed away comfortably, and then Amund looks for Brown. Toes is there first and calmly finds Young. He lifts it over the top, and Mullen will have to run another shuttle, which he has no chance of getting to. Nice. Yes, goal kick. He's just up and down, up and down, up and down. We're knocking those balls over the top. We're asking a lot of him. We're not getting the ball down as much as we'd like in their half, but... <laughs> Mullen, his own cute little bit of time wasting, getting into the goal, the penalty area for a short goal kick. So it's been retaken. Yeah, but the midfield on, on pushing up either to support no. the, the strikers on the pressing. I don't know if we want to at this point in the game, perhaps. You know, they had to cover a lot of ground in midfield, didn't they? There's Lowell over the top, and Lennon sensibly puts it out of play, throwing 30 yards out, right-hand side for Woking. I feel like in these Double sort of substitution, look. Ooh, here comes Clueth. Yep, and Jones. Well, of course, Jones... Maybe he is thinking like you're thinking. He ain't going to get any chance of a more energetic player than Jones. I'd imagine Cannon, Cannon will and come Lennon off will go yeah, off. Yeah. And Cannon's not only played a couple of 90 minutes for us, and indeed he does. Yeah. He looks a bit disappointed, his head's down, but he's done very well. He's got in 70 minutes. And I think he's, he's shown a lot of those qualities and his capability on the ball as well. So, yeah, I, I think Cannon's had a really good game. And he's been feisty and competitive as well. He's yep. And Lennon's coming off as well. And Lennon, I think, to be fair to Lennon, has done a some job. He's made some mistakes, but, I mean, the guy has barely played in the last, what, 15 months? No, very true, but that makes me a bit concerned why we start him, you know, when, when he hasn't played for so long. Well, I mean, but we have to rotate the squad, yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree with you. I mean, we, we have a couple of centre-backs out, plus O'Connor, who could fit in. And quite frankly, Lennon is a quality player if you can get him fit. So, what I feel slightly uncomfortable with is now we go O'Connor on the left and Matt Cleworth on the right. So we're switching two centre-backs around, you know, help they settle in OK there. Do you see what I mean? As the throw-in's taken, cross comes in nastily, but... Well, Daly can only head it up in the air. He's chasing it, but he's shoved... Well, I thought he oh. shoved Jones over, but it's a throw-in given to Morgan as it bounced off Jones's body as he hit the ground, and they've taken it quickly. It's a nice little dark triangle. Daly smashes it in the goal mouth, toes it as well to get there, then Daly goes down and gets a penalty. Oh, that's a soft decision. No, referee. Well, that's very controversial, that. I mean, firstly... What's he giving that It for? looked like a foul. Well, Daly, 50-50. He went down, but for me... I, I'm not convinced that was enough to be a penalty. Not he just, at all. He was playing for it. I think he, he managed. He, he tried to get there first and hit the deck, but the pen is given. But firstly, was it a throw or a free kick to Wrexham? It was a free kick to Wrexham. I thought so. They're taken very quickly. They worked the triangle beautifully, and so now it's a penalty, which Brown will take. He stutters, steps up, and scores. And Woking. Pull themselves back into this game. As Wrexham not happy with the the nature of the decision making there, though. I think no. it's reasonable to say. I'm just looking to get the replay up because, as I say, it, it's the, the connection's not been great, so it's been difficult to get reception for you know watching the games on the monitor. But a couple of big controversial calls by the ref there. Huge. 
and Wrexham suddenly, with 17 minutes left, have got to do it all again. So, Wrexham to restart, right. Ball's laid backwards, Toza squares it cutely. And O'Connell pings it down the left but gets it wrong, throwing to Woking. Just looking now, coming up on the monitor is the challenge on Jones. There wasn't a great deal of contact on Jones, so maybe he was playing for it a bit. And the quick throw. They just didn't pick the players up, did they? It's great movement. Drilled in shot, Daly gets to it. Oh, I don't think that's a penalty. That's not a penalty at all, no. I haven't seen that. Defenders come across but not really made a challenge. There aren't many complaints from Wrexham, I haven't said that. Throw it in a halfway then, walking through it down the line. Mendy heads it back towards his own area. Toza wins it well. Second ball won well by Kellerman, who works it wide. Chance maybe for a cross. Moss pokes it forwards. And now it's a... Well, foot in, but Woking will keep it moving again on the right-hand side. As the ball's dinked over the top. Possibility of offside. Jungler's coming across the challenge by the corner flag. He's done well, he's won the ball, found Mendy, he's in danger of running out for a corner. In the end, he smacks it off his man. And Dolby's coming on as well. I wondered if he might do... Well, he's warming up, isn't he? He's oh, I thought... He'd... Sorry, I thought... Sorry, putting his shirt on down there, I thought he was coming Oh, I thought on. that... Isn't that Dolby? That's Dolby there, yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. So, yeah, he's warming up at the moment. He, will we go for the... Four at the back and throw everything at them? As Wrexham fights in midfield, Palmer heads it forwards, so ricochets around. The ball's driven over the top by Wilkinson. Testing ball, Woking are pushing on from getting that equaliser. Good foot in by Clueth, drops for Lee, and he launches a big boot over the top. Palmer chasing, awkward bounce, it's allowed to bounce. Palmer heads it on, but can't find Mullen. And Jones racing forwards, can't win it, and then Lee overcommits, and Wrexham could get caught on the break here. Clueth has stepped up, oh, well-blown Clueth. Gets a foot in to stop Brown. Woking pick it up again, but Wrexham can get bodies behind the ball. Bit of miscommunication between Palmer and Mullen about pressing, and then there's a clear offside against Hammond. Do we go... Do we uh, go bold, bring off the centre-back? And Mind you, I haven't said that, we just brought off a centre-back. Howard lifts it over the top, Palmer gets up. Mendy was unmarked outside him, but Palmer can't win the header. Young brings it down on the halfway line. Clips it forwards, but Mendy's dropped off now. Palmer's chasing, but it's gone out of play. And it's a throw-in to Woking. For the first time this season, it feels like Wrexham could lose at home. Indeed, lose points at home. Throw-in taken, headed out of play by Mendy on the halfway line. Another throw-in to Woking. Things on a knife edge now with Notts County as well, having a scrap against Barnett. They're still one all. Throw down the line, goes beyond everybody and... O'Connell launches it long to the halfway line. Palmer just no just Pushing the foul. back again. And McGurney heads it deep into Wrexham's half. Wrexham are really toiling here. Woking uh, right on top of this, just bending us back with these long balls. Mendy trying to get over the top to desperately win a header, puts it out for a throw left at the edge of the box. Right-hand side. And Moss wants to use his long throw. So a short option. They're not setting him up for the long throw, so he's going to have to look for something a bit shorter, but Wrexham are really struggling to get the ball down and play now. Throw-in taken, Brown brings it down nicely on the goal line, and it goes down easily, but the foul's given against Lee. This is, uh, this is going a bit pear-shaped. This isn't it is a deal, we Mark, something. Yeah. We need to put our foot on the ball and start playing football. Yeah. I mean, to be fair to them, they're dominating the game. Yeah, Woking are really doing well. No, nobody's done this to us. No, no, not at all. 
I'd say, frankly, home or away, with the exception of Chesterfield at Chesterfield right at the start of the season. Wrexham are having to fight here. So, free kick. Casey's taking a long time getting across to take this free kick by the corner flag. <coughs> but you've got Woking, they've got one man on the keeper. And then a crowd of players around the penalty spot. Mendy's lost his man, oh, but it isn't played in yet. Casey sweeps it in now. Good header, that by Barber. He'll come back in again, though. This ball's worked wide, a big looping, swirling ball into the box. It's nodded down by Wilkinson, and then hooked towards goal. Easy for Howard to take. Now Mullen wants it over the top. Howard looks to oblige and ah. gets it wrong, and it's intercepted easily. Crowd frustrated, but Howard was right to try it. Long ball forwards is flicked on by Ammons, but... Toza calm, controls it, Jones now. Out to the right-hand side to Ford, who stands it up looking for Palmer, battling against his man, he managed to get beyond him as well, the right side, Moldy Mullen in the middle, he pulls it ahead of him, he couldn't find him. It's cleared, Mendy's there, cute ball to Lee, left side of the box, taking on his man, cuts inside on his right, gets the edge of the area, hits a shot, deflected, oh. corner. Oh my goodness, that was a dangerous moment then. Lee. Just looks so dangerous, doesn't he, in those positions in the left half spaces. So corner right inside the Wrexham fans who've been a little bit becalmed. They have roaring they have again. Yeah, they've not enjoyed what they've seen here. It's been tough, hasn't it? Yeah. Corner swept in by Young and attacks at the far post, drops loose, keeper comes, punches partly away. Good turn by Palmer, stands it in too much on that, lands on the roof of the net. But Wrexham fans encouraged, Dolby is ready to come on. This, this will be really interesting. Will they sacrifice O'Connell or even Clueth in order yeah, to go for at the back? You wouldn't think, but... Well, Ince has gone down, so he's going to take a little bit of time out of the game. And here comes the change. 14. And it's four, isn't it? Right, OK, so Clue with the goal full-back. Wrexham will go four at the back. Ford has played well. He has it's played really well. It's a tactical move, isn't it? Though? Yeah, yeah. Did so, he do it at Coventry? Didn't we, we did this at, I want to say, Altrincham. We went... No, we didn't go to Coventry, so we were clinging on, weren't we? As while Ince is getting treated, the entire walking side, apart from Ince and the keepers, all come over to the halfway line. I mean, OK huge time-wasting tactics, because they'll need time to go back in position. Can I frankly say, if I was them, I'd be pushing for a winner here, because they have got the momentum at the moment. They have, yep. I find that slightly odd. Notts County are now winning against Barnet. What a crazy evening we've had. Can Wrexham dig in and get something here? Can Wrexham survive? Looks like Ince is coming off. So, a bit of a stoppage. Spends a good 90 seconds, if not more. I think it's Noah Bonique who's going to come on. Ince has had a good game sitting in front of that defence. But Nwabuke, Solomon Nwabuke is going to come on. See, he scored an own goal for Wrexham last season. Ince is off. Wabuke comes on. And Wrexham 
have not got long to try and avoid losing points at home for the first time this season. Remarkable, that. So, right-footed goal kick by Ross. Eight and a half minutes left. Good header by Kluwerth, now playing at right-back. It's helped on by Mullen, but Dolby can't get to it. He challenges now Wilkinson, the ball's cleared. Headed on by Jones and lifted over the top, and now here's Brown on the chase left-hand side. Kluwerth comes across to him, Brown running into the box, down the goal line. Tries a shot, that's cheeky, that's a corner, surely. It is. Well, it's not been given. <laughs> Howard blocks it in the near post, it rolled away from him, over the line it looked like, he pulled it back, and the linesman, I guess, is, he couldn't see, could he? Because he was the far side of the pitch. Good clearance, and Palmer flicks it on, Dolby trying to get there, that's strong defending by Wilkinson, he's done really well. He manages to shoulder barge Dolby over and run out for the goal kick. So, Wrexham. Need to find something, Mark. Absolutely. Less than eight minutes left now. There should be a reasonable amount of added time. The game is certainly not being fluent. Referee is stopping the goal kick because there's going to be another change this time. I'm not even ready for it, though, Mark. Looking, yeah. They're going to bring on Marcus Dackers. Now, this is the guy I was saying about, the massive striker. And he's going to come on for Brown, who has looked lively. Brown walking very slowly off. The referee comes across to try and nudge him on his way. And he stops and shakes his hand. That's cute. So Brown still on the pitch. Eventually gets across. Casey is distracting the ref from the slow walk by complaining about something. And so the massive Dackers comes on up front. And Wrexham... No, now we've gone down to just over seven minutes left. Goal kick taken, Mendy beaten in the air. We'll go out for a throw to Wrexham, level the edge of own area, left-hand side. Wrexham need to dig deep here and find something. Mendy told to stop stealing yards, to be fair, he's stolen his 20 to be. Throws it forwards, flicked on by Lee, headed away by Nwabuke, who's sitting in front of the back four as Ince was. Throws to Wrexham on the halfway, and Wrexham's trying to get the crowd going again, throws down the line, Palmer can't get a touch, it's cleared into midfield, Kellerman turns, hooks it over the top, here comes Dakers, and he's managed to get a touch onto that, knock it through to Howard. He, did, I didn't, he didn't seem to even realise it was going to hit his head. It's so far away from the rest of it. He's, he's so big, he just didn't seem to realise what the hell was going on. It bounced off his no. head and was gone. Howard tries to hurry a kick to the left flank yeah. and puts it out of play. There's no need, guys, no need to panic. Yes, Woking have had the better of this half, and since the equaliser, I feel of Wrexham have really been a bit... Panicky, perhaps, is here. Now it's good work by Palmer. Wins the ball halfway line, and it's a cynical challenge on Mullen. Free kick. Who should have a yellow card? Nerdy again, and he's got away with it again. No. <laughs> Tell you what, he's a lucky lad, isn't he? He is. Apart, obviously, from the boldness, which I referred to earlier. So is he again, bold, or has he just got a crew cut mark? Ah, I don't mind. Either way, I'm going to try and mock him. They're holding another very high line for this free kick on the halfway, and Young floats it in, looking for Dolby, who nods it down to the edge of the area. Shots blocked, offside decision against Dolby, and that's why you have a high line, doesn't it? Tempt somebody to run in behind too soon. 
shame because I think the way Dolby won it quite comfortably, if he'd held his run, he probably would have won it anyway. Yeah. So. Free kick. Ross will take his time. It, it really, the last 10 minutes has gone very, very busy. There's been very little football played. So. Big clearance by Ross. Toes are beaten by the massive Dakers. Good header away by O'Connell. It's brought down nicely by Noir Bouquet. And a great burst by Kellerman, but he can't quite keep it in. He was unlucky there. So. Wrexham give it away. It's slashed away, luckily for Wrexham. Throw to Wrexham. Mullen, who's now playing in behind the two big strikers, retrieves the ball. Cluith at right back now will take it. Cluith steps up, <laughs> throws it down the line. Dolby flicks it on but doesn't find a teammate. Hoofed away by Wilkinson. And Dacker's running into Toza, manages to get a toe to it. He's an awkward customer. He's found Hammond left hand side, squares it looking for Dacker's. Good work by Toza. To intercept, Jones back to Cluith under pressure. He's done well to try and make a bit of space himself and win the throw. So, throwing Toza will hurl it down the line to get the ball away. Long throw to the halfway, and Dolby gets up, flicks it on. It's hooked partly away, and laid back for Casey, who stands it over the top. Too much on that. Howard will come across and grab it on the extremities of the box. Notts County 3 1 up. <laughs> Everybody's firing that for score too. Oh, oh, oh Tim Jones a big mistake in his own half and gives the ball away. It's been too many of that tonight, Mark. Absolutely good tackle that by Cluith. It's a corner left hand side, and Wrexham are really well. Never mind keeping the 100% record up. Back At the moment, the I think I'll take a draw. Yeah, it'll drop two points in Notts County, worryingly, but it's a long run. We don't want to lose. Woking, I've got another sub ready to come on. But they're not going to do it before the corner. Ball spotted up really carefully. And the signal is given. Lots of shoving and pushing around the heads of Jarbox. Ball's floated in towards there. Palmer with the powerful header clear. It's nodded back in there and cleared by Dolby. Thumped back to the edge here. Young intercepts now. He's managed to get some loose ball. Knocks it over the top. Looking for the pace of Mullen. Can he get there as he accelerates forwards? Kellerman's got there, but Mullen's nicked it off him. Kellerman gets a toe in, and a free kick's given against Mullen. For what? Well, I mean, I think that's harsh. Very harsh. I, I think it, it's harsh in the context of the way the ref has allowed a lot of physical contact in this game. Yeah. So, free kick on the edge of the box, and Jake Hessenthaler on loan from Crawley. Son, of course, of Andy Hessenthaler, who's been around the block a few times, or a place. Ammond. So he'll. Looks like they're going to push Nwabuke up front, are they? Just for his size. And Ammond will be replaced by Hessenthaler, who's the central midfielder. It looks like it. So two big men up front as they try to push on and get the winner here, walking. And, and rest assured, they are trying to push on to get the winner. They're not going to be satisfied with the point, although it'd be an excellent result. So, Ross takes the free kick, drills it down the left flank, looking for Dakers, and he beats Cluith in the air, volleyed away by O'Connell. Dolby against two defenders, McNerney gets there, Dolby nudges him, forces him to put out of play. Jones 
looking to take the quick one down the line. Dolby scrapping, it wasn't a good throw, and it's hacked clear no. all the way through to Howard, who comes out of the box to deal with it and launches it long. Dolby trying to get in behind McNerney here, does really well to hold him off and then tries to flick it on, no. and Mullins offside. A Jones, rather. We're going to find out in a moment how long it's going to be added on. And it looks Shouldn't like five, it'll be. I thought it might be a bit more than that. Yeah. Not sure if I want more or not, if I'm honest. <laughs> I, I feel like they feel more like Lexham desperately needs to score, but I feel like they're more likely to score, frankly. So, free kick. It's become very, very scrappy, though, isn't it? Oh, it certainly has. Like I said, that, that's what Woking do want, isn't it? Yeah? Ross knocks it down the flank. Cluworth trying to block off Dakers, does so, but Toza doesn't manage to get onto the loose ball, throw it to Woking. Level the edge of the area, left-hand side. It'll be left for Casey to take. Five minutes have been indicated to the likes of the Woking fans. Short throw, miscontrolled by Noir Bouquet, but looked like handball by Clue, Look, not given. Yeah, I thought it was handball. Jones gets rid of it, and it's an awkward header for Wilkinson, who can only put out a play. Daly helps it out into the crowd to try and waste a little bit more time. Clueth now. Ten yards short of the halfway line. Leaves it for Toza and he slings it down the line. Palmer bounces beyond him. Dolby jumps. McNerney gets it partly away. Throw into Wrexham as Casey misses the ball, trying to hook it clear. Toza will put a long one in. It's quite a long way out, but he'll put it into the box at least. Takes the towel yeah, from the me, biggest ball know, boy you've ever seen in your life. Give it to Young there, you know, he's. Toza leans back on the advertising hoardings. Wrexham are crowding the goal mouth. It's a hell of a long way, but he does have a hell of a long throw, doesn't he? Sprints up now, slings it into the edge of the six-yard box. It's headed partly away, nodded square by Lee, but volleyed clear. Throw into Wrexham in their own half, right-hand side. Toza again sprinting back to take a throw, thinks about the quick one back to Howard, decides against it, Dolby is down the line for him, he waits for the players to get in position, sprints up, hurls it down the line, Dolby nods it down, Palmer does well to win a loose ball on the edge of the area, Mullen now, right-hand side, drills it off his man, deliberately winning the throw in Toza territory, level the edge of the area. Yeah, but they're not working, are they, Mark, these Toza's throwings? No, true. They've got too many tall defenders back there. Mullen drives the ball for Toza obligingly, and then gets into position. Toza leaning back in the advertiser. The Wrexham fans really trying to get the noise going here behind the goal and around us as well in the Wrexham Lager stand. As Toza waits for the go-ahead. Again, a crowded goal mouth. He slings it into the far post. Headed towards goal. Oh. It's saved by Ross. Just ran off his power on it. O'Connell, I think it was, who got up. He won it well, six yards out, but yeah, like yeah. you say couldn't get enough power and angle on it. And Ross got went down and grabbed hold of it. Time running very short now. Long kick by Ross, straight out of play. Wrexham tries to do it quickly. Tozer again down the line, Dolby flicking it on well. Palmer touches it on, but it goes behind Mullen. Good challenge by Jones to win it back. Cluith stands it over the top, that's a good idea. Dolby chasing with McNerney. McNerney tries to run it behind and does so. It's good defended by McNerney. He's come into the team today, he's done really well. I mean, let's be honest, he's been very lucky not to get a guard. Yeah, very lucky. But he, you know, that's not his fault. He's done very well. Ross will take the goal kick. McNerney 
has come back to offer a short goal kick option, which I suspect is uh, just an attempt to waste time. Ross is going to take it till he's got back up the bench. Ross stands on it. Wrexham fans frustrated with this time wasting. Hits it right footed. It's going straight out of play. Oh. Lewis is after that and flicked on by Casey. Young heads it clear, Casey's there, volleys it over the top, turning the defence. Daka chasing this, Toza can't help but let it bounce. He does really well, the pressure to nod it back to Howard, who launches it quickly. Wrexham with the three men up front. Dolby jumps, McNerney beats him in the air, Wrexham fans take <laughs> a foul. The Wrexham players didn't ask for it, Lee helps it on. Palmer helps it on, but it drops no. it outside to Dolby. And, wow, Palmer's been penalised, he's furious. Wilkinson's gone down holding his face. Looks to me like he just won a header, I've got to be honest. Yeah. It didn't look like there was much in that. Rafi is not allowing the physio on. And Wilkinson is going to get up. Helped by Mullen. Yeah, Nothing wrong with him. It certainly didn't really see much in terms of an intentional foul either, if I'm no. honest. But free kick given. A bit more time taken out of the game. Ross, 30 yards out from his goal, will take the kick. Dakers again is this massive target. He pulls across onto Cluith. Ross stands it up for Dakers. Toes underneath it, jumps, and it goes out of play for a walking throw. 20 yards out left hand side. Chance to get things forward, so the centre backs are not going up this time for them. Casey has got Mabuke by the corner flag and picks him out. Poor touch. Let's smash it clear, and that's the final whistle. We've dropped points. For the first time at the race course this season. I don't know where the fans are booing, to be honest. Well, there wasn't many of them, uh, but they did boo, and I think that's daft yeah. because Woking clearly are a strong, strong team. It is. And they've come on, they've come here, they've got a very clear game plan, they've really caused us issues. Lots of problems. And yeah. credit to them because they, they didn't deserve to go away with nothing, and that's no, very the true. first team this season who haven't. They've been the better team all game, Mark, to be honest. Absolutely. Uh, battle for Wrexham, no question about that. Woking imposed their long ball style on us for long periods of the game, and we weren't quite able to recover from that, and yet we got ourselves into a winning position. We did, we did. And that's the frustration for Wrexham. But Wrexham, was the whole team went at the game tonight, whether it's all them, I mean, I haven't seen them play so mediocrely all season, to be honest. It's just difficult, isn't it? When you've got a team yeah. that play like this and they, and they get on top of you, it, it's hard to earn that to earn that opportunity to play, isn't it? We had spells where we did it, yeah. but we didn't have many in the second half, and that really cost us, didn't it? Wrexham did. going behind in the seventh minute, a corner flicked on by Ince, and Ammons with a simple-headed uh, finish at the far post from close range. Wrexham battled back, but... The equaliser was a free kick, 38th minute, and a superb free kick. Mullen tripped, Ford stepped up and clipped a beautiful curler into the top right corner. And Wrexham took the lead when Palmer, after a nice move between Lennon and Mendy, picked the ball up, turned his man, was legged over, penalty given. Mullen stepped up and drilled it into the bottom left corner to put Wrexham ahead. But in the 73rd minute, Wrexham were caught out. Uh, goal, which is uh, a bit controversial, to be fair. Hey, Daly hey. 
chasing the ball out wide seems to well he certainly made contact with Jones I've got to be honest to say that looking at the replay I was less convinced it was a push in the back than it was in real time the referee didn't give the free kick to Wrexham he gave the throw in and it was a nice piece of interplay by Woking Daly in the end drilling the ball in it ricocheted back out he chased it and then a penalty given it didn't really look like it was soft, much of a challenge penalty. on, on yeah. Daly. It was a generous decision. Very, very generous penalty. And it was drilled into the bottom left corner by Brown to maintain his excellent scoring record. And Wrexham at the end, frankly, had to dig in a bit and probably unbalanced Neil. Fairly yes. satisfied to get a point out well, of that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we, I don't think we troubled their keeper at all. Not much? No, no. no. Not at all. I mean, shots on target, shots on goal even, to be fair. So. Uh, yeah, maybe it is the game too far for this. You know, we've had a lot of games and it'll be a lot of game time, you know, the two FA Cup days. But, you know, we have got the squad and I don't think the rotation worked tonight properly. You know, I think, <coughs> excuse me, whether we should have started with Clueth and our normal squad and maybe, you know, I don't know, McFadden, is he, is he? No, he's not fit, But he's on the bench, so. Is he? Is he no, on the not. bench? No. No, sorry. So, um, you know, start with the strongest squad. Yeah. Our first goal, Lennon, unfortunately, poor, poor pass. Um, and you could see he wasn't match fit tonight. You know, he hadn't. You could tell he's not been part of the squad. Um, hence why he was substituting the second half. But we've got to bring these players in to give the other players a rest. That's his dilemma yeah. for, for Parkinson. So uh, yeah, exactly right. And I mean, you know, I hope we're not getting tied out because next midweeks and the next week and next two midweeks, should I say, yeah. we'll be playing. Yeah. So, you know, I don't think it is that though. I just think Woking are a strong side. They impose themselves on us for long periods because that's their style of play. Um, we, we, we failed to get things going because it was such a broken up match, and ultimately, uh, yeah, they, they got a point which they thoroughly deserved. Oh, thoroughly I deserved. Yeah, they, they pressed us well. They didn't allow us any time on the ball. They had lots of bags of energy. Yeah. I mean, um, notwithstanding the penalty decision, which was controversial. Yeah. But, yeah, it was it was a tough match, and we had to dig in, well, and did. at least we didn't lose. And that's the most important thing of all, really, isn't it? You know? It's just a shame our 100% home record's gone, yeah. isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. But there we go, we go again on Saturday, yeah. wait a little shot, and then we're back here next Tuesday against Scunthorpe. Yeah, that's right. Man of the match, Cork, <sighs> tricky one. I would have said Ford. Yeah, yeah. Ford well, and, a, and Lee had a good game as well. It was a tactical change with Ford, wasn't yeah, it? Let's yeah, be honest. It was. They brought him off. And brought Albion. Yeah, to try and score, you know, extra man up top. Uh -huh. And I think that, you know, Clueth couldn't be brought off really. They haven't just brought him on. It didn't make no. much sense really. So Clueth played at right back. Um, I'm, I'm all right with Ford. I think Young battled well, but he yeah. found it hard to really influence play like he often does. Cannon showed some nice touches as well. He's a you know, he's an exciting signing who I think will play a role as the season goes on. Yeah, yeah that's, that's reasonable enough. Ford yeah. did very well. Yeah, he had a really good game, I thought Ford did, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So frustration, real frustration for Wrexham uh, as we drop points at home for the first time, but it's got to be said, Woking are a, a strong side. And yeah, well-deserved to, to be in that third position in the league. Absolutely. But the final score of... Walking, oh sorry, Van Wrexham to Walking to Ruby Mark Griffiths and Neil Williams from Wrexham AFC. This is the final whistle podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team.